You're walking in the woods. There's no one around and your phone is dead. Out of the corner of your eye, you spot him. Welcome back to Pop Culture. We watch things Pop Culture and then we talk about it. I'm Scott. I am Jake. And we are watching something that was actually pretty successful. But it's a fucking failure in our eyes because it's goddamn stupid. It's very bad. We are watching, as you may or may not know, it's Trucktober. Trucktember. Tember, whatever. I'd like on record to uh, thank Sky for talking me out of watching all five Transformers <laughs> movies because this is fucking awful. It was yeah, an awful time. You did not realize how long and dumb these books, I these, did books not. these movies are. I had like a like a fond, like, oh, this is dumb sort of it's uh, dumb. remembrance. That's for damn sure. But like a fun dumb. I mean, that's kind of true, but There's not nothing really. in this is fun. I like this opening sequence. I will say that. it's It sets up the movie that doesn't pay off. Where something interesting happens. Look how daylight it is right now. I just want you to keep... Oh, yeah. Time means nothing. Because it it goes from the sun is sort of nearing... like look, It's either it's, rising or setting. It's setting because it just becomes pitch black immediately <laughs> in a second. But we get introduced to the military fellow that we're going to be following. What's his name, Not Sky? Tyrese, but the other one. What's his name? Like, I don't know. Tell me anyone's name in this other than Shia LaBeouf and uh, Megan Fox's character. You uh, absolutely cannot. Optimus Prime. No, I mean a human character. <laughs> and even after Optimus and Megatron, tell me anyone other than Bumblebee's name. Sideswipe. I, that could be one of them. I, I know it's a Transformer. Know. I don't know if he's in this one. But I, I do like this opening because uh, a bogey helicopter comes into this military base and starts fucking up shit. The uh, bad guy for most of this movie is this little monster, this little like clickety-clackety little robot who just becomes different things and like wants to look at porn on the internet yeah it's i hate it yeah it's bad there's a big giant robot and it starts wrecking havoc all over it's it's partially a helicopter so it's got these damaging blades and shit and everything goes bad and it gets information off of the internet and the, well, the little clicky clacky ones doing that right yeah while that one's fighting them right so we jump out after that we see sam with wiki i forgot his name until this exact second and he's telling a story about his great-great-grandpa or whatever and he's just looking to sell all of his grandpa's shit. Why is everyone so sweaty and orange in this movie? Because Michael Bay likes everyone to be wet. It is... Everyone is Trump-level orange in this entire movie. <laughs> and they're all extremely shiny and unlikable. Yeah. Like, this teacher is deeply unlikable. Uh, Megan Fox is the least unlikable, and she's not particularly likable. I mean, she's making an effort, at least. She's making the most effort, but everyone else sucks a bunch of dicks, especially yep. Sam. He's yeah. just fucking terrible. His First dad's of all, an asshole too. Why is he? He's he's talking about yeah. You got to be in charge of the buttons because I don't know what the fuck's going on. Why is so? Sam's trying to hawk all of his like his great grandpa stuff. His great grandpa stuff for his car fund. But the deal he's made with his dad is that when he makes when he saves up two thousand dollars and gets three A's, he can get a car. Which he then begs his teacher to give him an A on that report so he can get the car. So obviously all that's happened. So why is he trying to sell any of this stuff? I, I, gas money? He says it's for his car fund, though. Sure. I and guess that's guess part, part of, of the car. car fund, I guess. I don't know. It's stupid and I hate it. I think it's a real dick move that his dad brings him to like a BMW dealership and then laughs in his face. It's a Porsche he... dealership. Sure. I actually watched the movie, Sky. <laughs> I'm watching it right now. No, you're not. <laughs> not for real. 
And he brings him to a used car lot. Why didn't you just bring him there? Because his dad's a piece of shit, just like him. Yeah, it's true. So, Bernie Mac runs this place. It has this, like, run-down sort of old-timey aesthetic that for a uh, a lot... It comes up a lot in this movie, um... This sort of like middle of the desert, rundown seventies sort of look, and I I don't I guess that's a thing Michael Bay's into. Yeah, he likes upward angles and people getting out of cars and some other assorted bullshit. Military mostly. Um, so oh, I got a lot of opinions about military and cops. And oh, he's constantly jerking off the military. Except so okay, so I'll just say it: all of the military and especially the police in this is one hundred percent written. And filmed by a person who, whose only contact with the military and police is through movies. Yeah. Like, it's so ramped up Jake, to a weird extreme. He wrote Bad Boys. Did Michael Bay write Bad Boys? He, he at least directed it. I know that for sure. Oh, goodness. So, he idolizes them pretty... He likes the rogue guys who go out and do their own oh, thing is and that break why, all the laws Is that why the everyone. cop that comes up later is just like a... Not following any procedure. He's just like a weird dick. Yeah. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense, I guess. It's still fucking stupid. Yeah. Bernie Mac points out uh, uh, some cars that are in his price range, and then we get a a glimpse of a real Volkswagen Beetle, or Bug, or whatever they're called, like Bumblebee actually is, but instead a yellow Camaro pulls in. And there's there's a petting zoo at this car dealership, so you know Bernie Mac's a piece of shit because he's just leaving this fucking ostrich, which you shouldn't be petting, first of all, because it's going <laughs> to peck your eyes out. Yeah, you he just leaves it in that them. tiny pen in this hot orange sun. So Shia obviously goes for the, the Camaro because we all know that that's Bumblebee. It's got a... We know that because it's got a, a dangly bit off of the... Like an air freshener is the actual word I was looking for. But in case you didn't catch it, the it, symbol on the, the horn is the, the the good guy symbol. Autobot? The, yeah, the but there's maximal a, symbol there is <laughs> i mean a little but the the dangly air freshener is a b and it says biatch on it you know so you know what you're getting but bernie mac is like i don't have any paperwork on this car so you can't have it which you know makes sense legally speaking because how can you sell a car you don't own bernie mac so he's he's shady all up and down but eventually he sells him the car anyway after there's a sonic explosion. Yeah, it uses the radio to explode the other cars, so he's just like, get rid of it. I no guess. other questions, nothing concerning him. He's like, fuck it, yeah, buy this car. This alone, if I was uh, Shia LaBeouf's dad, I'd be like, let's get out of here. Let's yeah. go somewhere else, please. From there, we go to the military Pentagon. Uh, we meet... John Voight. John Voight. Uh, is he... He's not. He's like Secretary of Defense. He's right? not the president because I thought he was the president on and off for a long time during this. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think he's some kind of Secretary of Defense. But he's enlisting a bunch of fucking nerds to come and track down these robots. But there's luckily there's a real hot orange Australian lady who's good at computers who has two dumpy fat nerd friends. That's right. Because this is the exact dynamic that always is a fucking yeah. It's true to life, Jake. John Voight's not orange. He's like more of a pink. Everyone else is really orange. It was probably in his writer. He's like, He's like I won't do this shit if you're going to make, me, make orange. me orange. I'm a real actor. I am this. not 100% certain that's John Voight, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it is. I don't know either. I'm going to find out. You do He's that. in a lot of this. <laughs> Sounds good. So we're jumping in between the Pentagon war room and whatever, and then we cut over to uh, the Widwicky household. And Sam has a huge room okay, that's yeah. stocked like a goddamn warehouse. I want to, I want to, how, I fucking, 
these goddamn rooms in movies where it's like the entire top floor of a house or whatever, where it's just like <laughs> it's an all open of, concept. There's just so much like like neat stuff that if you if you're in fucking sixth grade, you're like, yes, this is what my room should look like. It should just be packed floor to ceiling with like junk and things and posters and yeah, he's got like steel shelving units in there yeah it's it's so weird and so big unnecessarily so it's like the size of a garage and we see the dog with a little cast um that is john white it is good i don't have to edit that at least why does the dog have a cast i don't know it hurt itself do you think that dog the actor dog had the cast or they were like what if we put a cast on this dog that would be really funny i mean either is pretty likely to me but the dog has like a treehouse, and the Woodwicky household is very well off. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know what the dad and or the mom does, but they are fucking loaded. Yeah, I I understand that Sam's a douchebag, and I understand his dad saying, "No, you got to buy your own shit." But also, I find it surprising that given the dog has his own penthouse, that Sam's dad was like, "Yeah, I'll buy you a car." Yeah, not I'll I'll give you two thousand dollars so you have a ride that works a little. Mr. Witwicky, I will take $2,000, please. So Sam leaves for school? Or is it a party? There's a, like a party at the park, and he goes to get the kid who plays Stacy Peralta in uh, Lords of Dogtown, who's been no- <laughs> in nothing else I've ever seen. But I was like, who's this kid? He's got beautiful rosy orange cheeks in this. Sure. And we see that the military guy, who's one of the only constants through these movies, uh, has... Is he in more than one of these? Yeah. He's Josh in like Dumel. four of them. You never hear anyone. T- it's this is always a Shia LaBeouf movies. Yeah, never. No one ever talks about Josh Dumel. He's very handsome. He's very handsome, but he's just also nondescript military guy. Yeah, but he's also the adult in the room a lot of the time. That's true. Nice. Except um, his plan is the worst at the end, which we'll yes, get to. <laughs> I it hate is it. The worst possible plan. Uh, but he and some survivors of the uh, the base attack are running through the not the woods, you idiot. The desert. The opposite of the woods. Yep. Why are there power lines in the in the desert? Because they filmed it fucking probably in Arizona, uh, probably California. It's probably just like a couple blocks from sure, Michael but, Bay's office. I mean, why would you leave that in? And there's this fucking Alan Tudyk wannabe in this mix. <laughs> Alan Tudyk eventually shows up in these movies or this movie. These movies. Okay, I was like, I didn't see him. Yeah, I don't know which, but uh, the military's they've got uh, a local young boy who's helping them not die in the desert, which is nice. Uh, that'll come up uh, more into play later. We cut over to Shia LaBeouf and Stacey Actual Peralta. Cannibal, Shia LaBeouf. Uh, we just watched that video because Katie uh, was like, "Have you seen this?" And I couldn't remember, and then I had seen it. Yeah. So I know that reference now. <laughs> but he and Stacey Peralta from Lords of Dogstown uh, go to the park. Yeah, and there's a bunch of jocks throwing the pigskin around. Big muscly orange jocks. Definitely high school aged people. Yeah. And immediately, Jock Boy has a problem with uh, Shia LaBeouf. He's like, you looking at my girl or whatever. It's like, yeah, your your girl's fucking Megan Fox, dude. Of course he he was. Also, I don't understand Shia LaBeouf's like social standing. Is he he's just unpopular because he doesn't seem like a, like a nerd nerd. He, I, I think he's just an asshole, and everybody recognizes that. Like, remember how he tried to hawk his grandpa's precious heirlooms? I guess that's true. Yeah. So he doesn't. He seems like one of those guys who, if I just have this, they will like me. If I just do this, they will like me. That sort of thing. Where he's constantly trying to appeal to them and he's constantly trying to make himself yes. into what he thinks is popular and it's just exhausting to be around. He does seem exhausting to be around. 
Because, like, he's... Well, once I get a car, I'll be popular. Once I get the girl, I'll be popular. And he's just an asshole. I mean, the jock boy is also a big old pile of douche, but Shia LaBeouf is unlikable. Yes. And I don't know why his buddy just climbs into a tree and hangs up Because he's down. a free spirit. Sure. But jock boy doesn't like that Michaela touched his car. She wants to drive it. And yeah. he says, no, you can get in the back. And then she's like, eat my butt. Not yeah. in a sex way, like, uh, yeah. fuck off. Because everybody else would be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, please. Here, so here. she goes, this, this beautiful young woman decides to walk alone somewhere. Um, she can handle her own, Sky. True. But, uh, like, there's going to be creeps, like, right now when Shia LaBeouf goes to pick her up. If she was with somebody else, he wouldn't have done that. I mean, at least she is aware of him. He's not just, like, a rando. I guess. It is kind of a dick move because he just abandons his friend. Yeah. To be probably be beaten to a bloody pulp by those jocks because we to don't be, see him again. To be one hundred percent, to be one hundred percent fair and honest, listening audience, Sky would push me out of a moving car <laughs> if he thought he could pick up Megan Fox on the side of the road. Do not let him pretend. Maybe otherwise. not Megan Fox, but definitely Anna Kendrick. I think you'd make an exception for. Uh, you'd make it. You'd. You'd make an exception for uh, pretty much any woman who you thought might talk to you. Like, well, here, here's the thing. One. I would not expect that to go anywhere, so I would just ask you to sit in the back. <laughs> Two, they probably wouldn't say yes because I'm a stranger. It's true. And uh, with both of us there, we'd have a real repartee that they, they would find charming. Yeah, we talk about, I don't know, Dragon Ball or whatever. <laughs> is, that, is that what we talk about? Sure. <laughs> you watch the latest episode of Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> when was no. the last time there was a latest episode of Dragon Ball Z? Did they still make A long that? time ago, but Dragon yeah. Ball Super was out for a Re- relatively recently within the last two years but anyway Megan Fox gets in her name's Michaela in the movie I actually remember that one clearer than I remembered the main character those Sam are the only Mickey. two people whose names you get I mean I think they say well, other people's names but so Michaela has a bad home life and a douchebag boyfriend and she's angry and sort of vents and Sam is doing his very best to look at her tits and the road simultaneously and show his muscles which he does not have um, and Bumblebee who is the car, in case you didn't see this movie and didn't, catch, cast, in, in didn't case you, guess? In case you were privileged enough not to see this movie yeah. in 2007. <laughs> uh, but Bumblebee's trying to be a wingman, and they're kind of bonding, and then Bumblebee decides that his engine's bad. Well, Bumblebee also keeps playing sexy songs on the radio at this point. Does he? Like, let's get it on. Or he does it, maybe it's after the car breaks down, I don't know. Could be. But, but Bumblebee is trying to help. Yeah, he's a bro in the worst kind of sense of that word. And this scene or that setting is important because that's where they go and make out on top of Bumblebee at the end. Uh, while the other Transformers watch. Yeah, nothing weird there. It's very unsettling. Yeah. Optimus Prime is giving a soliloquy while they kiss on top <laughs> of another sentient being. That's right. So I do like that Michaela is competent and she knows engines and stuff. That's awesome. That. Sort of comes into play later she doesn't as slight do character anything. growth for Sam. Yeah, she pops the hood and then she sees that the engine is nice because it's the cleanest engine I've ever seen. And uh, we get a nice shot of her midriff. Megan Fox's shirt is the size of one of my socks. <laughs> <laughs> but she pokes around in there. She doesn't have any tools or anything, but she at least knows engines and she makes that known. I mean, to be fair, without without sound, this is just what it looks like when I think I can like, oh, the check engine's light is yeah, on. Yeah, I, I popped the hood and I, I looked better, at it. it and was then still I better there. touch some things. Okay. Well, I think I've done all I can here. Yeah. I checked the oil and there was still some in there, so I'm out of ideas. I know how to check the coolant yep. as well. <laughs> 
That ain't nothing. Kick the it's tires very important. A so Michaela asks him to try to turn it over, and he, he tries, and it doesn't work. And then she just gets a case of, you know what? Actually, fuck this, and leaves him. Yeah, she remembers he is not a person she needs in her life. Yeah. And why did she? Hey, why did he drive me to this weird location? And I will say this: good call, Michaela. If you had just left right now, your life would have been way better. That's absolutely true. Um. So uh, Shia LaBeouf goes into the car and says, no, 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 for one of the many times in this movie. And the car starts up and then Megan Fox is still just walking away. She heard that car turn on. Yeah, but she knows what's good for her. I mean, maybe because she does get in the car again, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. So he like peels out in the desert and, and like slides all around like he's in a damn car commercial. And then suddenly it's night again. Yeah. And he's driven Michaela home for... He, How do you know where she lives? He's, well, he specifically says a minute ago, she's going to walk 10 miles. So he knows exactly how many miles it is from that park to her house. Uh, and that 10 miles took so long, the sun is full blown down. <laughs> he went the long way. Yeah. Because uh, he had a very pretty young lady in his car. So she, she's like, why, why aren't we going straight to my house? And he's got to be like, well, I have a warrant in that <laughs> neighborhood. I have to because I'm a bad boy. Yeah, because look at how orange I am. I'm very bad. I'm a, I'm a bad, bad boy. Um, and eventually she leaves. And I think, do we hear her dad yell at her or something? Uh, I don't remember. But she lives in a crummier part of town than where he lives. Yeah, he does live in that nice, nice big mansion. Yeah. So we jump back over to the Pentagon. Um, all of the nerds have been deployed to figure out stuff, and the generals are moving stuff on a map. Um, and the nerd squad is sort of making progress. The there's hot a, Australian girl. There's a sound in there trying to figure out what it came from. Yeah. Um, and we bounce over to Air Force One, where I guess the president's just constantly in flight for safety S- for reasons. For safety reasons. That little twittery robot is on there and he's disguised as a boombox. Yeah. Very inconspicuous. And when he morphs out of that like this robot form looks super fucking breakable. Like a <laughs> swift kick would just shatter it into bits. I mean they do pull his head off quite easily later. I guess that's fair. And at this at the time W was president, so they make the president who's just lounging in a bed say he wants a ding dong in a Texan accent in a and one of the wait staff I guess is the term. Because uh, the, the stewardess, stu- it's not flight steward, flight attendant. Um, uh, I've never microwaved a ding dong before, because they're just like room temperature cakes. Yeah. Why you? Why would you do that? But she finds she finds a little monster disguised as a boombox, and is she's not weirded out that there's just a random boombox. Yeah, that on is Air Force suspect one. as hell. And I've also never seen a ding dong in fucking aluminum foil. That's because they're not wrapped like that. <laughs> sure, but there is a fridge f- just stocked to the brim with Mountain Dew. Um, she eats the ding dong in front of us, and decides it's gross. It's not gross. It's delicious. It's chocolate and cream. What do you want, bitch? <laughs> um, but the spindly robot exits and hacks into the Air Force One computers, to, to which get... have information. I don't know because on he, them. He, so he starts pulling the information out of there, and they say this several times to just cut the hard line. Which there's no hard line to not the Air Force One. Uh, I mean, I guess there's a database somewhere that maybe has a hard line, and that's what it's. Also, it's like full on coming the entire time. It's pulling information out. The little robot. It's gross. It's weird. It's, it's head like humping that computer too far. You know, 
you don't want to watch the second one, but a robot literally humps Megan Fox in the second one. Uh, I wish, wish we could just find a compilation of the terrible bits, but that uh, it's probably <laughs> we, just as we long have. As it's uh, the entire movie. Yeah. Jake. Um. So uh, the Australian woman and her nerd crew uh, are able to detect that this stupid robot is eating their websites or whatever, and uh, she tells them to stop it. She cuts the hard line. Yeah. To what? It's not sure. To the information. Yeah. And the spindly robot can also throw ninja stars in addition to its teeny tiny machine gun, and it kills more dudes, and it turns into a boombox. I don't know. All is lost? No, they. it doesn't have all the information yet. That's true. They still need to they, struggle more. Yeah, but it's, it's only, We're only half an hour in. Right. <laughs> so uh, Spindly Robot jumps into a uh, a police car that has a Decepticon logo on it and a man in it. But don't worry, he's just a hologram. Oh, okay. I guess I missed the Decepticon logo because I was like, why is this man not upset that this little robot's in his car? Cause that it, makes cause sense. Because he's a bad guy. And then when they're... they're cause the, cop car comes back later and yep. I, w- I just thought it was that little spindly robot turned into it or something yeah here's the thing about decepticons in the cartoon they can turn into anything except for cars that's for autobots no so the i believe sideswipe is the police car and he's a good guy i think i'm almost 100 percent positive transformers is never my thing i love i love the idea of transformers beast wars was my thing it also i mean it it was its biggest before we were born. Or right when we were born. That was when the uh, cartoon movie came out, I feel like. It, the cartoon came out, uh, the movie came out in 86. Yeah, I was born in 86. Uh, but I think the show started in 84, which was before we were born. Right, but it, so it was at its peak when we were born. Uh, no, I think it was at its peak before yeah, Actually, then. you're right. The movie was the struggling movie to sell new toys. Yeah, the movie did not do well. Well, they killed Optimus Prime in the first five minutes. And Sky, like, you know what? The hell save with this. It, Sky, save it for the next Truck Timber <laughs> episode. The little spindly robot downloads uh, all of the stuff it stole from Air Force One into the into the police car. And one of the things it found was Sam's eBay page. Yeah, Ladies Man 286 or something. something like that. And for some reason, his profile picture is terrible. It's a, It looks like a mugshot. You chose that picture. Yeah, I don't understand. Like that's a th- you didn't even have to upload that picture. No, I don't have a picture on my eBay account. Why would you? I because I'm I don't know because it's it, it's funnier this way. Didn't you funny? Didn't you funny? I that? did. I didn't funny any of this guy. So let's keep uh, moving. There's Sam, two hours. Sam of wakes this. up, and uh, Bumblebee is like stealing himself. That house is so gigantic. There's no way you would have heard that. No, he's like on the other side. There were like 17 walls between him and his car. Yeah. He screams for his parents to call the police or whatever, but Lord knows they didn't hear him. So he gets out on foot and he grabs his mom's bike and he decides it, to No, he grabs his, his bike this time. He grabs oh, that his is mom's him? bike. His bike gets lost. Oh, right. In this biking. So he's chasing his car on a bicycle, talking to the police on his cellular telephone. We. This is the first instance where we find out how unnaturally fast Sam Witwicky is. <laughs> He's able to keep up with his robot car as it speeds away. Yeah. And, uh, oh, in just a second, I hate the shot where the GoPro is on the bike as it gets thrown to the ground. But you got to see how cool the gears of the bicycle yeah, are. Yeah, I hate it so much. And then we get the first shot of a robot that's transformed, like, in relatively good light. When the helicopter robot dropped, it uh, was a lot of, like, flashing strobes and such. Yeah, because excitement. Yeah. 
And from here we see Bumblebee in all his glory for like a very far distance and for approximately one second. Um, and he's doing a bat signal. Yes, into space. Right, because you know how that would work? I mean, it's being obscured by clouds. Why in the shit would anybody be able to read that from space, you fucking <laughs> moron? That will show you the level of intelligence that these Autobots have throughout the rest of this movie. Um, so Sam tries to video it on his flip phone, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's like one. Oh, that, no, that's like, a slider phone. Yeah, it's, I, I, it either flips around like this or it slides. The but, one we see later does like a, a turny thing. Yeah, but he does like a, a, a video will because he thinks he's going to die. And he almost does because of some goddamn guard dogs come to maul him. Uh, and this is the second instance where we see how fucking fast Sam Witwicky is where he outruns these dogs. <laughs> Maybe if he had just joined the track team, he would have been cooler. Yeah, he's incredibly fast. So the dogs, like, they break their chains and they come chasing him. And I think he's saved by Bumblebee. Yeah, he's saved by Bumblebee. Well, he who, hunts I don't up know, on runs some... over those dogs. He, definitely, because those dogs are just gone now. So I don't know <laughs> what the deal is. They don't show you the blood on the car, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so some police show up and they pull guns on Sam. I forget. Are these guys real? Yes. Okay. These are the real cops. They arrest Sam because he's trespassing in the junkyard. Right. And we jump back to the Pentagon, where uh, John Voight is meeting with some army folks. Just some nondescript orange men. Their names don't matter. Nobody's name Nobody's matters. names matter in this. Um, and he wants to talk to the nerd squad and the hot Australian no, he's, woman. No, he's having a meeting with his top generals, and the Australian lady sneaks in. Oh, my mistake. And he, see, you should fucking watch this movie. You don't yeah. know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And then, well, and then the lady... now. And then they're talking, live. and the lady... And then the Australian lady is like, I got to tell you something. And everyone's like, get out of here. And John Voight's like, no, no. How dare you? John Voight's like, let her talk. And she's like. She is the only woman in the room. She says, that's a scary sound you heard. (laughs) I was the one who was able to isolate the thing. And I was the one. I'm the smart one in the room. You should listen to me. You can tell by how hot an Australian I am. Yeah. But the the army douches scoff at her. And they're like, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I'm smarter than all of you. So listen to me. But they don't. Why would they? I think we summed up the scene too fast. Well, make it go faster then. I don't want to watch this whole goddamn thing again. She has a trendy nose ring. But John Voight gives her a little bit of props, but also kind of dismisses her, I feel like. But you don't know because you didn't watch it. Yeah, I watched it before, though. So Sam's in jail for whatever reason. It's not in jail. He's like... Getting a talking to from the cops. Yeah, and they're like, uh, you're... You were doing a bad thing. Sorry, I had to fix this. I see. Also, these aren't the cops that arrested him. No, these are like weird, scruffy detectives. Yeah. There's this shitty guy who's accusing him of doing drugs. Yeah, and then they find the dog's medicine. I guess it has a it paw on print on it. The dog did have... Maybe that's why the dog had a broken leg? Oh, so this could happen? Yeah. This doesn't fucking... This doesn't matter, though. This doesn't pay off no. at all. This is we'll just... We'll never see these shitty cops again. This is just a weird scene in the middle of this, and then the cop accuses him of looking at his gun like he's going to take it and attack him like they're trying to goad him into doing something so they can kill him i guess yeah i guess there are no black people in this town they killed them all right i guess they already killed bernie mac for trying to cross the street at the wrong time <laughs> uh so we finally jump back to the to the desert remember those guys they're in the no. desert still uh they found a well and tyrese dumped some water on his face and then as uh, like the fucking bugs bunny starts attacking them 
because he's just traveling around underneath of the so the sand. Yeah, there's a there's a big scorpion monster dooning it up. And then there's also a, a little bit of racism where a guy talks in Spanish, and then w- some other white guys like Span or English. Dollar Store Alan Tudyk doesn't like Spanish. Yeah, fuck that guy. Luckily, he dies. Um, so Tyrese notices there's a robot, and they start shooting at it. Why do you know this man is Tyrese? I don't know. <laughs> you know weird things. Yep. <laughs> so I kind of like this scene too. Like it's it's actually a little alarming. Uh, you don't know who's gonna actually live because none of these characters are actually important. Alan Tudyk gets stabbed to the chest and whipped around a whole bunch, so he is one hundred percent dead. And the scorpion robot looks very terrifying. Yeah, I just don't care about anyone in this movie. Yeah, is the problem they don't they don't matter. Is the problem even the people you're supposed to care about? I don't care about. Yeah, because there's no one likable here. Uh, so the, the, the army guys run towards this little, I, I don't know if it's a town or if it's a ruin or what. I think it's the town that little boy was trying to bring them in to. Yeah, I, I just don't know if like America bombed it to shit or if it was like that when they found it. It's all underground. These are just like the above ground ruins. That... <laughs> I mean, there's modern amenities. So I think people are actively living there. They have Wi-Fi and one of those t- those refrigerators that tells you what's inside of it. And uh, Josh Dumel tries to make a phone call to the army and he gets sent through to some guy in India and they make jokes about this. And he's trying he's trying funny. to sell him better phone service. Yeah, it's and not it's funny. terrible. So he needs a credit card to expand the phone plan. So he steals Tyrese's money and does that. Eventually they get through. And I'm pretty sure this is exactly how the army does. Uh, yeah, none of this is how anything <laughs> works. But uh, the the guys on the ground are shooting it with their guns, and it's holding it back a little bit. And then they send in a drone to, you know, blow it up. They see the the scorpion of it all. The drone misses, I don't know, 80% of the shots it takes. <laughs> and blows up the, the ruins of these people's homes. Right. They, they, their houses don't have roofs as it is. Yeah. You leave them the three walls they have. Yeah. The, the, the Air Force or whoever actually sends in manned... Uh, planes and then they shoot it with more guns and they mark it with lasers i don't know explicitly how this works i don't either it's very vague in the movie and it's long and it's boring and i hate it (laughs) but they blow it up some it doesn't kill it because it it's writhing around a bit and it digs itself into the ground and its tail breaks as it escapes and that's about it i've summed up the scene again so we know we know that these fucking robots are nothing to fuck with because they can take a lot of punishment and be fine. And there's no reason at all that these fucking humans should have survived anything. Well, he's Josh Dumel. That true. must mean something. Not really, because we don't know his character's name. He, we know he has a daughter that he's never met. That could be. No, we do. We They establish that first thing. Yeah. So we jump back to America. And Australian woman takes some of the, the audio. Like, she takes files and she goes to see the guy from Blackish, Anthony Anderson. Sure. Uh, alleged rapist Anthony Anderson. Is that right? Yep. Didn't know that. I mean, I was already on the fuck this guy train because he's awful in that show. I don't actually know anything about him, but uh, fuck this guy then. Alleged rapist Anthony Anderson, certified creep Michael Bay, <laughs> just all around. Everyone's terrible. So when I think Megan Fox is cool. Megan Fox is cool. When she was in Bad Boys, 
Uh, she was 15. Yeah. When and she was on the set of Bad Boys. Because she wasn't, wasn't old enough to be sit a, at the bar. Yeah, to sit at the bar. That he just made her dance in, under a waterfall or something. Yep. Because he's a certified creep, Michael Bay. Yep. Hate that. Hate that completely. Luckily, she's 17 in this movie. Yeah. She's not. She's older. She's old enough for us to be lecherous towards. I think she's like 20, in her 20s. That's her her whole deal in this, is for uh, creeps like old Sky and Jake to... uh... You know, you always put your name first, except for when you're saying shit like that. I included myself this time. (laughs) So, Australian woman, apparently this... uh... Her name's Deborah. Is it? No, but that's a a funny name to say in an Australian accent. Deborah. Yeah, those are more Scottish than Australian. It's the same. <laughs> it's not. Uh, and Anthony, uh, alleged rapist Anthony Anderson's friend, is playing DDR, but he's uh, got a dance pad and everything. Right, but he's not like following any pattern or stepping on the right things. He's you just, don't know that we can't see the screen. We just saw where his feet were though, and they weren't they weren't stepping on like the buttons. <laughs> they were just sort of mashing around in between buttons. Whatever. Very amateur move. Uh, he's just having a good creep, time. Certified creep, Michael Bay. So, alleged rapist Anthony Anderson is talked into by the Australian woman to look at the data. He's some sort of computer whiz. Also, we know he's a racist in this movie because he has a Washington Redskins lanyard. Oh, cool. Did you know, uh, so they they nixed the name Washington Redskins because it's racist. Yes. Um, but they couldn't decide on a name. And then the Isn't one guy. the football team? Name? Yeah. The one guy bought all of the uh, domain names of all the possible names they were going to pick. So, they said. <laughs> We'll figure it out. So right now they're just the Washington football team. <laughs> Look, that's <laughs> which is, fine. Which is the best. Yeah, that's way better than what they had. Also, it looks like he has a sticker for Bush on his uh, on his setup there. So yep, sure I does. Guess, I guess he's a racist alleged uh, racist alleged rapist uh, asshole Republican. Yeah, black Same fella. Thing. Um, yeah, there's a, so much product placement in this bullshit. Oh yeah, there's a good there's a good YouTube video that goes through all the product placement in all of these movies, and it counts the number of product placement in each one, mm-hmm. and compares it to other movies and how it works in those movies and how it works in these movies, uh, and how much more blatant it is in these movies. And with each movie, it becomes more blatant, like how Marky Mark takes a swig out of a fucking Bud Light in the middle of a fight in like the fifth one or whatever. Yep. Um. So. It's all in this one, but I don't think it's quite as blatant as that, except for the amount of times they say eBay in this. <laughs> uh, well, at one point, a Mountain Dew machine becomes a monster. Well, Sky, that's just for funsies. Sure was. So the, the FBI kicks in the door, and immediately everybody runs. Well, not everybody, mostly just the cousin who runs and gets tackled into a pool. I Everything about this feels really racist, and I can't put my finger on why. I don't know, maybe it's because we currently live in a society where this is how it happens, even if that person's not guilty. Yeah, well, none of these people are. Well, the cousin isn't. Australian lady, definitely, and and uh, alleged rapist, whatever his name is. Anthony Anderson. Thank you. He's from Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> and Blackish. Um, and lots of other things. Probably. I think he's in Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. I, that I have to believe you on. Uh, he, I don't know. They went at, to a place that was that used to be a White Castle. Look at all those skateboards that we've never seen. That him Sam, in. yeah, he he shows no skateboard aptitude in any of this. There's only like seven to eight. That's all. I guess there are two skateboards in this room, but they don't have wheels on them. <laughs> They're art. Yeah, those are explicitly art. 
So he's, we cut, after everybody gets arrested by, by the FBI, we cut over to Sam Woodwicky, who is playing basketball, because he's got a basketball hoop in his room, in his underpants, and he's watching the news or something, um, and I guess he puts pants on to go downstairs, which is polite, and his car shows up. The dog informs him as such. Yeah, a little bark bark dog. So Sam gets freaked out, because that's not, how's the car doing that but then he calls his best friend uh stacy peralta from lords of dog time and he's giving a big old dog a bath and a pool which is pretty <laughs> good and this yeah. is where he rides his mom's bike yep he steals his mom's to bike to get away from the car i don't know why because it's a robot and it almost got him killed last night and then he got oh, arrested so I he guess tries to fair. get away but luckily he falls down right in front of megan fox who's hanging out at the burger king <laughs> with all of her friends who don't mind her just abruptly leaving megan fox has never eaten burger king in her goddamn life <laughs> mostly because not she has at, enough sense to not to yeah, probably at least not since she was like seven there's no way as a discerning adult she's purposefully eaten burger king i will put anything in my body i'm disgusting i don't eat <laughs> burger mean, king unless they have a new thing that they show you on tv well then sometimes i gotta eat burger king but for the most part it's not on my rotation of restaurants that i like because it's not <laughs> good it's not how do you mess up a french fry <laughs> by getting the ones that they sell at school <laughs> So, uh, Sam uh, rides his bike trying to escape the the Camaro. Rides his mom's bike. It's, I mean, possession is nine tenths of the law. <laughs> uh, and he goes into an empty warehouse in the empty warehouse district. Apparently, this is also where the fucking Power Rangers live, and there's just empty warehouses where Batman and the Power Rangers can fight dudes. I mean, except for the Hoover Dam, this is all very nondescript locations. So it, <laughs> it could be Angel Grove, <laughs> could be. And uh, he's escaping the Camaro, but then there's a police car. And as we get a back shot of it, there it says to per- to punish and enslave. Because like on a, a police thing, it says to serve and protect Sky. You get it? Right. But this is actually more accurate in, yeah. in today's world. Um, and it's it's the bad guy. It's it, it hits him with the door and he falls down and it turns into a robot and tells him, I'm going to fuck your mom or whatever. Uh, Sky summed it up pretty good. <laughs> Actually, what you said is more interesting than what happens. <laughs> Having a robot threaten to fuck your mom? Yeah. Um, so Sam tries to yell information to the hologram man in the driver's seat, and then the car tries to run him over. What? But it doesn't just kill him like it should. Like, you could well, kill it needs him... information from him. Is that what it wants? Yeah. Because it needs to know where the glasses are. We're an hour into this, so now you not watching this probably have more information than I did watching this, <laughs> because this is where I started to tune out a lot. Yeah, so Sideswipe, Sam tries to run, and Sideswipe turns into an actual robot man, and fucking backhands the squishy human Sam with Wiki. Sam outruns him for quite a while, though, like... You would think two steps and that thing would be on top of him. Just by its stride. It has right. very long legs. Exactly. So once again, Sam Witwicky is the fastest man on the planet. But he does Usain get... Bolt can suck it. He does get uh, backhanded by this gigantic robot. Which should have turned him into bloody jello. But if that wasn't enough, he fucking slams into a windshield. Which, again, should render him into just disgusting hamburger. People are constantly getting slammed into windshields every day. And uh, and they get right? turned into pudding and goo. Sure, people always get hit by stuff, Sky. That's fair. That's why they tell you not to go in the road or to be careful during construction. That's why you look both ways. Was, yeah. That's why they got Scott's Law. So you stop slamming into people. Yeah. So the, the robot yells at him and his username from eBay, where are the glasses? 
Uh, I mean, at least he's smart enough to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. What glasses? Because I would have been like, over there. They're my parents' house. Go get them. I don't care. I think it's believable, but for a different reason. Because if a robot slammed me to the ground and demanded my glasses, I'd be like, fine, fucking here are the glasses. I don't know what you're talking about because I wear them. I don't have my grandpa's glasses. Wow. Yeah, I guess he doesn't know they're his grandfather's glasses. Yeah, it was very ambiguous. And also, he's just got a a very distorted robot voice screaming at him. (laughs) He just wants to be talked to like a person. And then somehow Sam gets up and runs away again because I guess, yeah, you're right. He's the fastest man in the world. Yep. And he escapes out of the warehouse and he sees Michaela and then he tackles her off her moped to say, don't be here like an asshole. Why? Why? She's got a cool ass moped, by the way. She does. And her helmet looks silly on her, but all helmets look silly on everyone. Yeah. And then a fucking robot monster comes running out and he's like, this is why I wanted you to not stop here. And also why I probably shouldn't have stopped you completely. Yeah. And then Bubblebee runs over and hits the, the robot. And he knocks it. He, he does the, the sweep the leg Johnny. Yeah. And then he opens the door for Sam and Michaela. And Sam's like, do you trust me? And Megan Fox doesn't go, fucking no. I did until you fucking <laughs> tackled me. You creep. <laughs> and then uh, the police car robot does that, like a roll thing where it like comes running and then rolls. The, the, these robots do a lot of like tuck and roll onto one yeah. shoulder. He, yeah, he does a somersault into a car. Uh, sometimes they don't even do it into a car. Like that's just how they like take a corner. They like tuck and roll a lot. They're I very hate bulky. it. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's it, easier to animate that way. That way uh, you don't have to see anything. It's more confusing to the senses. You don't know what's going on or what robots what. Did you forget who directed this movie? I yeah, I guess so. He's dir- he's the subtle subtle genius who brought us Armageddon. Yeah, Armageddon's wonderful, Sky. Is it? I've never seen it. I don't know. It's, it was good in 1997. Okay, fair enough. Things were different then. <laughs> Mystic Knights was was tearing <laughs> up the charts on the television. Sure was. So uh, Bumblebee drives into a power plant or an oil refinery or something. And uh, Sideswipe is still just following them around. And Sam and Michaela are locked in. Um, and then the cars see each other again. And, and then they drive at each other. Yeah. Just but, like you like to see in a, a movie about fucking robots. Bumblebee eventually ejaculate, ejaculates? Nope. Ejects. Yep, he ejaculates those people. He ejects them out of his himself. And he turns into a robot man. And it's actually... Like, the designs are impressive in that they actually have moving pieces in this movie. And, like, they made an effort in that aspect only. And then once they start fighting, it's just fucking blurry balls of robot. Yeah, it doesn't... I don't know. It's it's not good. Like I, I the sim- simpler design of the cartoon is yeah. much easier to follow. Do you know why it was simple? So they could animate it properly. Yeah. So Michaela and and uh, Sam start running away, and Bumblebee and Sideswipe start rolling around as blurry bo- robot balls. But that little skittery robot comes after the two people. Yeah, and he he claims Sam's pants, and Michaela goes and finds a saw- sawzall. Because she's the, she's the, the, I don't know, mil- not military, the hardware lady. The capable one. There you go. She knows what, she, she can handle herself. But she. Meanwhile, Sam tries to slap fight a robot. Yeah. She runs up and with the greatest of ease saws the head off of this thing. I don't know if you've ever used a Sawzall Sky, but. You need both hands. You need both hands. And it takes a little effort. Like it doesn't. It doesn't well, just cut it's so through things spindly, like. Though. Right, but that is an alien fucking metal. Like even cut, it's a saws all, Jake. Right, even just cutting like a a, a semi thick like branch or, or or stick out of the tree still takes a little bit of effort. 
So her just like slicing through it like butter. Don't buy it. Jake, it's a saws all. It saws everything. Perhaps because they're in this warehouse district, it's a, a more it's industrial grade than than the one I have for cutting down branches in my backyard. <laughs> so Sam kicks the head of the rope. Look at how canoe. orange these two are in this fucking. Why are they so orange? They're bronzed. I hate it. Sam kicks the head of the robot and it flies and hits the ground near uh, Michaela's purse. That'll be important in a second. And then Bumblebee comes walking up. Apparently, he won the fight but didn't finish the job, which is dumb. Well, they're all dumb. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're having a little, like, Michaela and Sam are having a little tete-a-tete that is basically meaningless. And then bumblebee comes lumbering over and there's no way all of that equipment could fit into one car no i don't know why they decided that uh the truck that optimus prime becomes can't look like it does because there's no way fucking all of this would fit into one camaro just uh, whatever but bumblebee tries to talk to them but he only does it in radio clips because his voice box is fucked which is incredibly hard to follow i can't i have no idea what bumblebee has said in any of this movie Except at the very end, where for whatever reason he gets his voice back because he got kicked in the throat or something. Sure. Um, I, d- I want to stay with the boy. It's so hard to follow. I don't get it. Because it's I nothing. Mean, I get it's it. It's nothing and bad. Bumblebee is, is like, I'm your friend and I won't kill you. Like I, I you know, could have all those times and probably hurt you quite a bit when I threw you out of me. I mean, if I was them, I'd be glad he threw me out before he transformed so oh, I didn't get yeah. fucking squished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we just learned that Sam's basically indestructible, so. I guess that's true. He probably would have been fine. It's because he's so uh, muscular from his uh, running. Sure. But the robot head takes Michaela's phone and throws it away and turns into Michaela's phone. Because apparently in this, the the robots can just reset what they turn into. Oh, yeah. At cause, random. Because Bumblebee does it in just a minute. Yeah. In the cartoon, they can't do that. It's because it's stupid. Yeah, I also don't know why Michaela didn't grab Sam's pants, but here we are. They're wondering about this alien robot car, and uh, eventually Michaela's like, why did it pick a shitty Camaro? Yeah. Which offends him. As it should. I guess. I mean, to be honest, this version of the Camaro looks pretty great. Uh, It's a kick-ass paint job. Yeah, it, it just needs a little cleaning up. I mean, we saw the engine. It's awesome. Yeah. It's fucking fine. I'll drive this car if the engine is nice and new and clean. Yeah. You mean perfect? There's yeah. So Bumblebee kicks him out in a tunnel. Uh, it's not weird to anybody that the car goes up on two wheels and scans a new Camaro and then becomes that Camaro. So its scanner is in its butt? It's undercarriage. Is that its taint? Yes. The car's taint? And then they're like, okay, cool. And then you just hop back in. So First of all, I think the other car is cooler. The first one? Yeah. We get a shot from outside of the planet where there's four or five, I think it's four streaks of comets or whatever falling towards Earth. Uh, that'll be important in a minute, but it's certainly dumb now. <laughs> <laughs> so Bumblebee takes them to the planetarium or, when or you something. Said, when we said we get a shot of outside of the planet, I thought you meant planetarium and I no. was confused. No, planet Earth. I thought you just couldn't finish the word. Right. Planetarium. <laughs> I have a speech impediment that limits me from saying the T in planetarium. Planetarium. Um, so Bumblebee shined a light into the clouds that had the the, uh, the Autobot symbol like he's goddamn bat- summoning Batman. Um, he hasn't been doing that for a while. And Earth is a fairly large planet. 
I mean, well, they wrote down the directions. They map quested it. Did they? Know? He dropped. That's him dropping a pin. <laughs> I guess it was effective, because the Autobots all land in about this area, uh, in their proto forms, which is something they can do to travel planet. To let's planet. let's talk about these how these fucking Autobots travel. Uh, I guess in these little pods that don't know how to land. Is this just what you do every time you just slam into whatever is near you? Yeah, it destroys a baseball stadium. Yeah. Which, um, noticeable, I, w- I will go ahead and say. It comes real close to killing this little girl. Yeah, she thinks it's the Tooth Fairy, which is dumb. And then there's some guy, some fat kid yelling things. I think he's supposed to be comic relief, but it's dumb. And I don't think it's Pods. I think that is their form. Oh, that's just like... They just fell in like they a trans- capsule form. They transform into it like a circle. Yeah. So there's four new robots running around. Um, one turns into a Hummer that's also an ambulance. I think so. One hits uh, a BMW. That become, or no, it's a Pontiac Solstice. And then there's another one. I think that one becomes a truck. I don't know, but it gets out of the pool and the little girl thinks it's the Tooth Fairy. Because she's fucking stupid. And it, 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 that little girl is holding a My Little Pony, which doesn't cost anything when Hasbro that's is right. behind your movie. Yeah, so he turns into a truck. I think that one's Ironside. And then this one's Optimus Prime. Because he saw a truck. Right. A, a semi-tractor trailer. God, truck. imagine if something fucking stupid went by. Like a track, like a truck decaled in flames and shit? Yeah, but like even like stupider. An ice cream truck? Like what if my car, what if a Kia Rio <laughs> drove by and Optimus Prime was a Kia Rio? I'm a Pontiac Sunbird. That's a different car I had. I know. So uh, the other Autobots show up and Optimus Prime turns into a, a robot man. I hate Optimus Prime's mouth. Yeah, it's dumb. It's There's a little... no reason for these goddamn robots to have eyelids or working mouths. No, it's his mouth is so anusy. <laughs> it is puckered. Yeah, which is and he has the he has the ability to do the cool like just face, face plate. Yeah, yeah, like like in the cartoon. Yeah, so one of the robots is black, and we know that because he says, what's cracking, bitches? And because his name is Jazz. Yeah. And he's the only one that'll die. Spoilers! Um, Bernie Mac and that robot are the two black people in this movie. <laughs> uh, and Tyrese, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, they introduced Bumblebee, which is a silly name for a robot from space to have. Yeah. And then uh, the ambulance one shoots him in the throat with a laser. Was oh, this f- how he fixes his voice? No, because it doesn't work. Oh, okay. He says he's been having problems, and it's like, you are sentient robots from beyond the stars, and you can't just replace his goddamn voice box? The the yellow one is the medic. They like Optimus takes the time to introduce everyone and tell us what their job is, Yeah. Uh, and for the rest of this, I can't tell you which one's which at any given point other than Bumblebee and Optimus. <laughs> at least Bumblebee's yellow. Everybody else is some vague gray and black. Well, the, the medic one is yellow, which is also confusing, because... Bumblebee is yellow. Yeah, but and when they're moving when they're moving so fast, the color helps. It's true. So Optimus Prime shoots some lasers out of his eyes that form a hologram, and uh, we learn that uh, Grandpa Woodwicky found Megatron, who is the leader of the bad guys on Cybertron. Uh, it was well, actually, it was his dogs that found him. Yeah, and then, give credit where credit is due. For some reason, when Sam touched Megatron's finger. He got blasted in the face with lasers that etched the coordinates or some shit into his glasses. Not Sam. Grandpa Sam. Right. Either way, it's dumb that it got etched into his fucking eyeglasses. Well, th- there was a bright light or something. Yeah. So that's that's the map 
to where the energon is to where the cube is yeah is that not energon no in that cube? energon's different somehow what's the cube then the cube is the all spark i thought the spark was in optimus's chest no that is the matrix of leadership and they have sparks but that's the all spark is is something else well shit i thought they were after energon cube this whole time energon cubes are a thing but from beast wars Oh, that's most of my Transformers <laughs> knowledge comes from Beast Wars, so that way. That's more than fair. So we jump over to the military. Um, they're testing out the, the scorpion tail, and it tries to kill them. And then they didn't think to, like, bolt it down or whatever, or dismantle it. So <laughs> we jump instead to the Pentagon, I guess. Yeah, where they're holding alleged rapist Anthony Anderson and the Australian lady, Debra. 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 I, that was nothing like Australian. I don't know what no, that was. I, I even did it wrong that yeah. time. Well, you've been doing it wrong from the get-go. No, it's Debra. Debra. It's Debra. Debra. So, uh, alleged rapist, Anthony, whatever, uh, has eaten all of the donuts that they gave them because if it'll show that he's not guilty of anything because people who are guilty won't eat. Yes. Okay, this is nothing. Can we move along, please? And eventually, two dudes walk in, the men in black, and uh, even though he promised australia lady that uh he wouldn't turn on her he immediately turns on her turns out you can't trust an alleged rapist or a racist redskins fan he is wearing a redskins jersey right now isn't he yeah which he was not wearing before they left so they allowed him to go in change and get his lanyard because when they busted in the lanyard was hanging on the computer that's true um well he he gets chilly so i mean they're not merciless they're just uh, faceless are, goons. Are you saying that that lanyard is keeping him warm? No, but the jersey is. Oh. The lanyard seems like a bad choice because I don't know what it's connected to. I assume his keys. Maybe. Why would he need his keys? He got abducted. So he can get back in when they bring him home. Why would they bring him home? <laughs> Even if they don't bring him home, he's got to get home eventually. you got to get in. No, you can disappear, guy. But Australia lady is like, look, you assholes are going to fuck this all up. and We're all going to die com- from robots. Yeah. Basically, okay. Now this starts the part that in my memory that in my memory was was fun and good, but it's not. No, it's fucking stupid. So the Widwicky household is waiting for Sam, and there's a caravan of Autobots. Sky, you don't need to watch this in regular time. It is, it is half the movie. It is so long. (laughs) Uh, So Sam's gonna go get the glasses because he needs to get the glasses for the Autobots because they need to find Megatron to kill him or whatever. Yes. Um and. Uh, the Autobots turn into robots. You know, this elite commando strike force, um, they're just fucking around this whole time. Like, Optimus just walks around in a robot form. Uh, they fuck up the whole backyard. Yep. And then, to be discreet, they turn into r- fucking trucks and park themselves on the backyard. Also, it's not- they're clumsy, they're oafish, and stupid, and it's ridiculous, and I hate it. I don't know why they couldn't just stay in robot form for a minute. If they had just stayed as trucks and, like, were on the street like they were, it'd be fucking fine. And then the little dog pisses on one, and it's going to shoot the little dog. With grenades and laser blasters. That one's Ironhide. Sure. It is. I said sure. <laughs> He's got the stupidest face. But that don't worry, that little dog uh, that peeing gives the robots an idea later. Yeah, there's too much piss in this movie. Sure is. Um, so uh, Sam goes up to get the glasses. He takes the dog inside so nobody steps on him, which is fair. I mean, you could hardly blame 
the uh, the Autobots for stepping on a teeny little dog like right, that. like I a mean, regular I, as person. A, as a regular, yeah, as a grown man, I've almost stepped on a tiny dog like that before. I step on my big dog all the time. He's always <laughs> in the way. Dogs are just in the way. They want to be loved. So Optimus throws Michaela through a window to help Sam look for the glasses. This will be important in a second. The the Autobots turn into trucks and park on the backyard because because um, Mister Woodwicky keeps looking out the window but doesn't notice. Um, and Sam can't find the glasses. He's like, he's too wound up. They're probably somewhere real obvious. He's just too excited. They were in his goddamn backpack. That's where he left them. I think that's where they are right now. But he needs to fast talk with his stupid Sam and Wiki way. Um, the the medic walks into a, a power line and electrocutes himself a little, and he says, "Oh, that's tingly." And he apparently had an orgasm or whatever. No, um, Wiki's think that it was an earthquake when he falls down. Right, and it fucks their entire backyard up, which is fine. Uh, and then they find uh, Sam and Michaela in well, Sam's room. not yet. They knock on the door for a long time because they see the lights from the robots underneath the door, and they're like, what's going on? And they won't let him in. Yeah. I think it's implied that he's masturbating, and then the mom asks him as much yeah. when they get in there. And then there's a, it takes a really long time of them just walking around arguing. Well, he's got a goddamn huge room. Michaela could have hidden everywhere. Like, Michaela hasn't even come out yet. It's been so long that they're in here talking. Yeah, been talking about jacking it. Yeah. And then finally, when she does come out, the dad's a real fucking creep and pervert yeah. about it. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'd hit that too. He, I think he gives I gives, I think he gives Shia LaBeouf nucks. I think that's right. He definitely high fives him. Also, I think Shia LaBeouf has his own bathtub. Looks like. Bathroom. These fucking robots just can't stand goddamn still. If they would just park as cars out on the street, it would be fine. But I think this is supposed to be funny. I think so. Instead, it's exhausting. I just, in my in my memory, I saw this once in 2007 when it came out and didn't like it then. <laughs> but I remember, like, looking back now, I remember being like, oh, this was kind of fun. But it's not. It's long. It's so long. He does give him nuts. Yeah. It's bad. It's dumb and bad. It's a dumb and bad movie. Yeah, that's true. John Turturro shows up. Yeah. And he's part of the Men in Black. Um, Sector 7. Same thing. No, I was just telling you in this movie that's what it's called. Yeah. It's because it's one of the things I know. <laughs> I don't know John Turturro's name, but they say Sector 7 a lot. Yeah, he's got underpants that say as much. Does uh, he? Yeah, you'll see him. I know he gets stripped down to his underpants. I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. So the Men in Black come in and they've got uh, Geiger counters and stuff. The mom's a little drunk on wine, so she finds this all amusing. Yeah, she's constantly yelling things. Yeah, Sam has radiation from the uh, from the uh, the robots he's been hanging out with. Which he ha- he hasn't been hanging out with these robots like that long. He's he been has- inside Bumblebee for quite a long time, though. Right, but it's only like two and a half days. Like- How long do you think it takes to be irradiated? Jake? No, no, Sky. I'm just saying. Like, what if all of this hadn't gone down so quickly? What if he had been in there for like weeks? He'd, he'd fucking melt, right? Oh, you're, nah, just cancer. He wouldn't melt. Oh. I mean, he's sterile, luckily. Just cancer. Assault. Um, so, uh, Sam found the, uh, the glasses right before he got picked up, um, and John Turturro apparently knows about the recording he made about a robot attacking everything. I guess so, yeah. Don't know how he knew about that, but he does have Sam's phone. Um... So Michaela's being difficult, and so is Sam. And John Turturro threatens to throw them in a hole forever. 
He also uh, reveals Michaela's past at some point in this. Yeah, it's a real dick move. About her, uh, she went to juvie because her dad went to jail, and I think he threatens her dad, like I'll well, go get him. Yeah. And then Sam's like, "What? You went to juvie?" And then uh, he has his doubts for a minute about Michaela, but in just a minute he gets over it. So yeah. there's a tiny, teensy well, bit of character. Also, it doesn't matter because the Autobots come and you know attack these federal agents like you do they rip the roof off the car and get their people out. yeah it, it, optimus prime is just like no subtlety these these guys are awful at what they do um so the sector seven doofuses i mean point I, guns. Guess, I guess when you live on a planet full of giant robots there's no, nothing can be subtle so you don't know the art of subtlety i guess but they were fighting a war and everybody looks the same so why would You'd be better at subterfuge. Like their whole deal is robots in disguise. Like they're they're hiding amongst us, like Yerks. And I I guess presumably like on their planet they can hide as other things, right? One would assume because they have the ability to scan like, stuff and turn into it. Megatron can be a people, a, a plane, and a tank. I think uh, maybe a fourth one. I don't think he he doesn't he, show a tank. I was like, he's not a tank I know that in this toy one, did. right? I'm sure he turns into something else in the other ones. It's also just really hard to keep track of which bad guy is which. It's even harder than it is with the good guys. Yeah, they don't have colors is the problem. Like, at least the Autobots have colors. Um, Jazz also has an ability to magnetize guns. So he magnetizes all the Sector 7 guns into his hand and kills them. Yeah, earlier, the guns, I mean. Earlier, Optimus Prime was like, this is Jazz. He's a magnet. <laughs> He's got a magnetic personality. Jazz magnet. Waka waka. All right, get out of here. Uh, so John Turturro. Good podcast, everyone. <laughs> um, John Turturro says something to the effect of, fine, don't kill us. And then Michaela's like, give me your pants. Well, first she she gets out. Uh, she gets her and Sam out of handcuffs. And he's like, oh, so you're going to handcuffs now? And she's like, listen, don't be a prick. Um, <laughs> I, I had to do what I had to do. And sometimes my dad stole stuff while I was little. Yeah. And then Bumblebee pees on John Turturro. Yeah. Like a lot, I don't know why. And Optimus says, "Bumblebee, stop, stop lubricating that man." So, just for humiliation's sake, oh, he's Sector Seven. John Turturro has to pop his pants off. Oh, I thought he had a thong on. Maybe that's the other one. Because in one of these, he has a thong on, and he's just got a Sector Seven tank top. See, that's why you had to watch him, Sky, because they're all one big blurry orange nonsense. Yep. Uh, so the Autobots. Uh, defend the 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 kids, and then they turn into cars because there's like another team of bad guys or federal agents or something. Sector seventeen seven Z's guys. Yeah, and everybody gets into a car except for Michaela and Sam, who just jump in Optimus Prime's hand, and he does some like acrobatic bullshit. Does a lot of parkour. Yeah, these goddamn robots do a lot of parkour. It's ridiculous. I mean, because how does there's helicopters flying through the streets, which is illegal. <laughs> Not if you're Sector Seven, I guess. And um, how it, these goddamn robots are like three stories tall, but they are able to hide. Yeah. And then Bumblebee gets taken down by these. I got idiot I got humans. some questions about this part. Um, so that these helicopters like shoot like grappling cables and stuff at right. um Bumblebee. Well, first, Sam is, and Michaela slip off of Optimus, and they almost fall to their deaths. And instead of helping them, Optimus doesn't. And well, he kicks them. Well, yeah, because 
uh, uh, Sam's holding on to like one of the exhaust pipes of the truck and then he slips and they both fall and then he tries to Optimus tries to catch them with his feet um, which would kill them I think yeah there are people moving at a very fast pace into a big steel foot I mean they would have only dropped about eight feet but that is a hard thing to get kicked by uh, but so Bumblebee catches him and that's why he's distracted so they can harpoon gun Bumblebee right uh, but I feel like in the best of circumstances, a helicopter is always like one tiny thing from crashing. Oh, they are. Yeah. So a helicopter, like the way he pulls at these harpoons, a helicopter could not survive this, right? Probably not. It would definitely fuck up their rotors and stuff. So yeah. they probably weave out of uh, out of sync and fall. Um, also, why could... doesn't he just use his guns? Also, you're a robot that's 40% guns. And I guess, I guess uh, fire extinguishers. It's like liquid nitrogen. They realized that because Megatron is frozen that they can freeze them, then it'll be somewhat effective. Oh, so when Sam steals one and sprays it to the guy using it, he probably kills him? Yeah, at least uh, third-degree burns. Um, And John Turturro's there, and he's got a vest no- on now. And pants. So he he didn't put a shirt back on. Nah, it's hot. <laughs> Look at how sweaty everyone is. Uh, yeah, it's true. Everyone is shiny for the rest of this <laughs> movie. So- There's still an hour left of shiny-ass people. <laughs> So the Autobots are like, well, they took Bumblebee and the glasses that we need, I think. Oh, no, Optimus has them. Yeah. He picks them up right now. Because they're like, we should rescue Bumblebee. And Optimus is like, he's fine. He's a good soldier. Yeah. He'll only be captured or, for the or next 20 minutes. we can actually do our mission and make sure that that's taken care of. Which is how a military thing would go, I assume. And then we're suddenly introduced to the, like the head of Sector 7. I guess. Who's, who's this mustache man? Some sort of guy. Yeah, who... who Looks like a knockoff J. Jonah Jameson. He doesn't... I don't know. He walks in, like, with all this authority, but he's not in enough of the movie to, like, be afraid of him or worry about... I don't know. He's just some fucking guy. Yeah. Like, John Voight isn't enough of this that you at least recognize him as a character you've seen earlier today. And all of a sudden, everybody's communications go down, and uh, Mustache is like, yeah, I think it was me. And then he shows him, uh, like, a... A flash drive with all of their information on it yeah <clears throat> um there's a mars rover or is this the moon rover it's the mars rover uh where the the transformer like steps on it or whatever or yeah. steps in front of it and then they're like we just told everyone we lost it but here's what happened we knew about this for for a long long time we've got these shitty low-res photos to prove it yeah look at that look at that here look at that. you see that that's what we did yeah. we got that guy that that scene was actually like one of the first trailers where they had a robot I, knock. That I shit thought over. so. I wasn't totally sure. It was yeah, fine. It, the year was two thousand and six, guy. We <laughs> a lot's happened since then. Yeah. Tyrese and Josh Dumel get picked up by Sector Seven because they're the only ones who have interacted with r- these robots and lived. Yeah. Aside from Shia LaBeouf. <clears throat> and John Voight gla- grants clemency to Australian lady and alleged rapist Anthony What's-His-Face. Anthony Anderson. It's fine. I don't need to remember his name. I don't, the, Learning his name shows respect, and I refuse to. <laughs> well, it was just I was such a big fan of Kangaroo Jack, so I was really, <laughs> really hurt to find out that. <laughs> uh, so everybody goes to the Hoover Dam, and uh, they're still spritzing uh, Bumblebee with like liquid nitrogen. Meanwhile, the Autobots are looking at the glasses and they're like, well, here's where we need to go. Luckily, it's the exact place where our guys are. Yeah. They're just hanging out around outside of some building. 
Yeah, it, it's a cool shot, and there's no reason for them to be there. Not at all. Other than it being a cool shot. They couldn't be more obvious. Right? I don't know where they're at, and that it no one matter. is like, what is, what is that? What is going on over here? Yeah. So Sector 7 lets the kids come out, and they get to look at the Hoover Dam, like tourists, and it's, nothing's happening, and yet everything's happening. Well, this is where Optimus is explaining, like, we got to find that cube and destroy it, and if we can't destroy it, slam it into my chest, and I'll explode, and they'll be like, but well, you'll die, and they'll be like, yeah, but for a good reason, and they're like, all right. <laughs> that is the long and short of it. And then that little Twitter robot uh, gets out of Michaela's purse and runs around the Hoover Dam. As a little head with legs. Yeah. Uh, so John Voight meets the two survivors, Tyrese and Josh Dumel. And so now like, the whole team boys. is together. Yay. John Turturro, John Voight, yeah. Mustache Man, Sam Witwicky. Sam makes a deal Australia with John Turturro to have Michaela's record expunged. Yes. Um, and he wants to go to his car. Yeah. Which, which is, is good Bumblebee. because they are torturing Bumblebee at the moment. Yes. For reasons I am not sure on. They're just like freezing him and shocking him, right? Yeah. I don't know why. Because one, if you're using liquid nitrogen, you really shouldn't do shocks. Because <laughs> uh, there's rocket fuel. This is, and then they bring all of the human team to look at Megatron. Uh, yeah, they call him MB1, non-biological M- organism. One. Yeah, NB1. Yeah, not M N B1. You're right. You uh, and they're like, yeah, yeah we great. just keep him freezing. We use the. Your, gra- your granddad found him. Yeah, you'd think that we would use the power generated by this thing They've kept to him keep frozen. him frozen. They've kept him frozen for 70 years. Yeah. And he wasn't in that position, so they systematically unfroze and refroze him, which is why he's so mad, I think. Well, they brought him there, so did they take him apart and put him back together? Up here, I don't or? know. I don't know. Because they, they said, like, they've gotten a lot of technology and stuff. Yeah, they reverse engineered studying. the microchip and the plane and et cetera from him. Which doesn't... Which I feel like if it's frozen, you're not getting a lot of info out of it. Yeah, there's only so much you can do before he'll murder you all. Yeah. Um. So they go from uh, Megatron to the cube, which is uh, about the size of, uh, I don't know, like a small school. Yeah, it's very big is what Sky is saying. Yeah. It also heals uh, Spindly Robot. And then Spindly Robot reaches out to... Oh, it's Barricade, not Sideswipe. My mistake. Yeah, you don't so, know what the fuck's going on, Sky. <laughs> Sideswipe's a good guy. Uh, so, Bone Crusher. These robots have the fucking stupidest names for being from outer space. It's so terrestrial. But Starscream and the other uh, Decepticons are on their way. Okay, this is the part that is the worst and I don't understand it. This makes the least amount of sense in the world. Okay. So, um... They're, they go into a room. They've figured out how to siphon energy from the AllSpark and channel it into this little glass box. They've done it a bunch of times, and on one of the occasions, uh, alleged rapist Anthony, what's-his-face, and Tyrese are looking at these scratch marks on the wall, uh, and apparently when they channel this energy into a regular thing, it'll turn into a, a, a robot that hates everyone and tries to murder immediately. And Tyrese says, look at these scratches, but is this Freddy Krueger and alleged rapist Anthony Anderson says, no, no that's Wolverine. Wolverine. And he has a good laugh and John Turturro doesn't find it funny. Yeah, so they put does. Anthony, they put alleged rapist Anthony Anderson's phone into this box. And Nokia, they make sure to mention that. Oh, do they? They do. Because John Turturro says it has the way of the samurai. And then uh, Australian lady says it's, that's from Sweden, and Josh or, and uh, John Voight says, Shh, "Just let him do whatever's going to happen." I so I sided with John Voight on that and tuned all that out. Yep. as it was happening. So they shoot this phone with magic from the AllSpark, 
and it turns into a terrible little robot man. How do I just don't there's there's that's, no reason it would work. There's that's no a single circuit board surrounded in a piece of glass and plastic. Yeah. And now it's a super advanced killer robot that has missiles. And bullets. And bullets. Like, where are its little bullets coming from? I don't know. Magic. Just, I mean, it shouldn't become alive anyway. I guess that's true. Uh, so it, it tries to b- break the glass and it like forms a rocket launcher and a dick gun. And it's the it's bad. It's It's dumb and bad. And eventually it explodes, I think. Uh, they shock it to oh, death. Oh, okay. Yeah, they EMP it. Because it's slapping into the the walls and they don't want it to get out. Yeah, well, it did break the glass a little. Yeah. So the the bad guys in, include uh, a, a tank, um, like a, a construction something truck, uh, Starscream, who's a, a jet, and I don't know, the, the police car, and probably the helicopter. So, Starscream shows up and starts shooting stuff, and everybody's like, oh, fuck, we're under attack. And the guy who seemed like he'd be the bad guy, the mustache, he's actually, like, on everybody's, on the right side of history in this this team. He seemed like he'd be very sinister, but he's actually helpful. Yeah, none of the bad guys, or none of the humans are actual bad guys, really. Not in this one. Well, yeah. Um, I'm never going to find out about the other one. <laughs> Uh, Kelsey Grammer's in one of them. I'm not totally certain, but do we even? I don't know that we see Australia Lady or Anthony. No, she's gone race, in the rest. Racist Anthony, alleged rapist Anthony Anderson again. It's really hard to say. Yeah. So Spindly Robot uh, starts the unfreezing process on Megatron. No one warns the gentleman like standing near him. Well, to be fair, Spindly Robot murdered everybody else in that room, so they couldn't have. I guess that's but true. But you'd think you'd have more than one area that would have, like, temperature Yeah, temperature warnings. You'd think there would just be an alarm after yeah. it got... Or they'd be like, hey, this ice is melting. We need to make sure that doesn't happen. Or we're all we're all going to die. All yeah. of us. And then Josh Dumel is like, where's your guns? And then they go get a bunch of guns. Yeah. Um, John Turturro doesn't want uh, Sandwich Wiki to be a part of this. He wants Sam wants the uh, Bumblebee. Yeah. And uh, there's a Mexican standoff. And everybody does a 180 and they're like, yeah, fucking whatever. Sam Wiki can have what he wants. Fuck it. We're all going to die today anyway. Yeah. John Voight kind of cools everyone's. You said basically what John Voight says. <laughs> uh, they go to Bumblebee and they're still just shooting him with the liquid nitrogen guns. And electrocuting him still, I think. I think. He seems fine, though. Yeah. He gets up and he's pissed. As he should. He should just kill them all. He puts his murder mask on. Yeah. And it turns his hand into a gun. So there's no reason at any point in this movie where he shouldn't have just shot people up because his hands are guns. Yes. Like goddamn Mega Man. He does have a Mega Man handgun. Yeah. A Mega Buster, I believe it's called. So um, Bumblebee's like, yeah, I got this. And here's this fucking AllSpark that creates life on his world. And he just knows exactly what's to do. And he turns it into a tinier cube. I mean, I guess he's part of the team trying to find it, so I, su- I suppose that's part of the briefing. Yeah, but what are the chances he's ever done this before? Do you think that can happen on any corner, or he just happened to be on the corner that that <laughs> folds into? I mean, in this movie of incredible coincidences, yes. Exactly. Um, so John Turturro is a little blown away that the thing shrunk. Um, and everybody piles into uh, Bumblebee, and they start to drive away. The uh, not Autobots, the other ones, the Decepticons the are still attacking, and Megatron's slowly defrosting. 
everyone situate that resituate themselves because this is such a long fucking thing. <laughs> Everyone's ass is asleep. Definitely sweaty. Megatron uh, breaks free and he's got lots of different modes. Everybody on the ground tries to refreeze him with the liquid nitrogen guns, but he turns into a plane and flies out. And Starscream's like, hey, we found you. I've got a bug mouth for some reason. Because <laughs> he's a bad guy. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, the other guys, because all the communications are down, they're like, oh, fuck, we've got a Morse code thingy that we could use to get the word out. Oh, yeah. Clearly, there are people listening for that. Anthony Anderson and uh, Australian Lady do this. I forgot about this part. Yeah. They hook a computer up to it to create a pulse to make the Morse code. Sure. Which doesn't make sense. I don't know who they're contacting or who's listening for that. They, I mean, they're contacting the rest of the military because it's like they put it on a military frequency. Sure. They discuss that or something. So the Autobots are super late to this party to the point where Bumblebee has already met them on the road. They were like 230 some miles away. They say it earlier when they find the map. Sure. But all the Decepticons are there and they started in the same place. Maybe they started closer. <laughs> Maybe they went south and this is north. Sure. Like after that fight, they went south. They had a map. Before they looked at the map, they went south to hide out. Also, some or, of them are planes. <laughs> or was the map to the point where he was frozen in the in the in the dead north? It was seemingly to the po- to to. Uh, it doesn't matter. Okay, moving on. So the the nerd squad is putting together this Morse code system, and they've still got spindly robot to deal with. They've locked themselves in some sort of records room full of antique weapons and books. Yeah, I, there's guns in cases. Yeah, I don't know why this is here. Like, who sees this? Who's storing these ancient weapons? Yeah, why is this weird room inside of Hoover Dam? I mean, even if it's part of a federal installation, why would you need this room full of old computers and shit? John Turturro has, like, a flamethrower or some shit. Uh, and they've got the the shitty spindly robot who's throwing ninja stars instead of using his cannons. I mean, he's got his his machine gun was so little that it'd be like being perforated by needles. <laughs> it would suck so hard to get shot by him, but he doesn't use it yet. But we do get this lingering shot of cars driving. We, there's so many lingering shots of cars driving in this. Michael thing. Bay loves a car driving. Is that his deal? Yup, he loves it in Bad Boys, and he loves it now. Um, so the, one of the, the, the construction robot has like roller skates and that's kind of cool. And Optimus Prime turns into a robot to fight him and he also kills a bunch of civilians. Yeah, um, but on accident. So it's okay. Yeah. I do like the roller skates that the giant robot has. So Optimus Prime just like straight up kills these robots, which is not a thing that he did in the cartoon. Cause he's supposed to be like a noble person. Well, but here he like pops a sword and cuts a guy's head in half. Uh, I know from uh, watching other videos about these movies that Optimus Prime often says, I'll kill you yeah. in the other ones. Yeah. He yells it a bunch and he kills a lot. He executes at least two Decepticons, but there's definitely more. Uh, so eventually Spindly Robot breaks into the room that the the nerd squad's in and they like set up a barricade and they're shooting at him eventually they shoot his head in half and he dies i guess i guess i mean they cut his head off once and that didn't do it (laughs) i don't know where his cpu is but he seemed to react to that one 
So we we missed the part uh, a little earlier where Josh Duhamel's plan, because they can they they're they're finding the bad guys are can sense where the cube is, I guess. Correct. And so he says, "Let's drive it into the city and hide it." Right. They're in the middle of the fucking desert where these robots could duke it out and not kill anyone. Right. He wants to make sure that the most uh, collateral damage and loss of life can happen. So he drives it into whatever city is closest to the Hoover Dam, Angel Grove, and which is used to getting blown up. So and it's he fine. just lures these big ass robots there uh, for for fighting and murder. Yeah, it is the worst plan in the world. The only way it would have been worse is if he had just handed it directly to them. Yeah, and actually that might have been better. It would have been definitely less casualties. They might have just gone home. <laughs> they wouldn't have, but like uh, the in the short term, there would have been less fighting. What's their end? What's the bad guy's end game? They want the all spark to profit. There's some steps in the middle. <laughs> First, you get the all spark, <laughs> then you get the power, then you get the women. That's right. Uh, I know when it's destroyed, they uh, someone says, well, now we can't go back to our home world and fix it. I think their world died and the Allspark could reignite it or something. And the bad guys don't want to reignite it in their image? They want to make more Decepticons? Is that something? what the Allspark does? I couldn't tell you. I mean, I guess Bumblebee's we saw legs it, get exploded, though. I guess we saw it make a little bad guy out of that phone. So, yeah, I guess it could make a lot more Decepticons. Maybe. So uh, the military guys, uh, they've got rocket launchers now that will be moderately more effective against robots. And they've called in the Air Force, and they yeah. got little radios trying to tell them where to go. Which and what is to... terrible tactics, because there's, you know, buildings and civilians, um, and Bumblebee's legs get exploded. And so uh, they continue moving along, and Michaela... Uh, decides that she's going to take care of business because she's the only goddamn competent person in this movie. Uh, yeah. And Bumblebee hands off the, the Allspark to Sam, and Michaela goes and grabs a uh, tow truck. Meanwhile, Ironhide hops over some explosion or some rockets and flips over a lady who screams in slow motion. And he, I don't know, winks at her as he does a somersault. And does that like same tuck and roll that everyone does as yeah. part of a move. Yeah. I mean, these fucking robots are so goddamn clumsy when they're just standing around, but now they're doing all flips and shit like they're goddamn Yoda. They're doing so many needless flips. I'd say too many. Well, and Michaela can hotwire this uh, her dad probably tow truck because her. her dad, it's yeah. It's, this so, is a movie about dads, really, when you get back <laughs> to it. Michaela's dad, Sam's dad, Josh Dumel's a dad. Optimus Prime. Is the dad to Bumblebee. You just left a litter of robot babies. Bumble dad. From here to Cybertron. Um, <laughs> Bumble Dead. <laughs> so Megatron is pretty murdery, and he breaks Jazz in half, and yeah. that kills him. I guess. No, Even though Bumblebee just got blown in half, or where that other little robot's head gets sawed off, and it's fine. Yeah. Also, Jazz says the dumbest thing, where he's like, "Do you want a piece of me?" And Megatron says, "I want many pieces, or whatever." Yeah, or I'll have two, or something like that. It's dumb and bad and dated. So Josh Dumel pulls sam together he's like look you asshole we're all gonna die you need to pull your shit together and get this off to the uh the air force he tells him a specific building to go to the roof of yeah which is dumb michaela says don't die she says i'm glad I, even though this is stupid i'm glad i got in that car with you yeah we'll definitely die today though yeah see you never dipshit <laughs> so ironhide and ambulance are trying to protect sam as he runs to a building 
and there's like so many explosions and shots being fired at I, him. I also can't believe how many innocent bystanders there still are. Like, yeah, seemingly those people didn't start to run until the truck got right up on top of them. Like the second <laughs> something starts exploding down the, the down the street, you get out of there. Yeah, you'd think. Yeah, poke your head out and you say, there's explosions down there. I'm going a different way. Yeah, uh, at least the opposite direction would be a good choice. And it took so goddamn long for Optimus Prime to arrive to this fight. Because he got held back a little bit. But he cut that guy's head off real fast and should have not been this far behind them. He stopped to get a haircut. (laughs) So he transforms finally and we see Optimus Prime as though this is the first time we're seeing him, even though it's like the sixth. <laughs> and uh, Megatron's like, "Oh, it's Optimus Prime. I'm going to turn into a jet and tackle him." Yeah, that's, that's how jets do. It's pretty much exactly it. And so Optimus hitches a ride, yeah, and he gets smashed into walls and shit. And they fly all the way through a building. So many dead people. Uh, just from that single, like in that single second where they flew through the building, probably upwards of sixty people died. And then Easily. the rest of that collapsing, probably an additional yeah. eighty. And falling on top of the innocent bystanders who for some reason hadn't left yet. Yeah. I guess if this was Angel Grove, they'd probably be pretty desensitized to That's things true. happening. Megatron is so much bigger than everyone. <laughs> like Optimus Prime stands like three stories tall and up op- and Megatron's bigger than that. And all of a sudden Megat- uh, Optimus Prime has a big ass gun. And then Megatron turns into one. Well, there's a lot of just transform into whatever you need right now. Yeah. It's more fun that way. So, Jake, what would you say if I told you that in uh, four episodes, Optimus Prime can just fly by himself? Uh, I think I knew that um, just from being alive and (laughs) aware of things. But that that would make this a lot easier. Yeah. Um, What if I told you that in the next couple movies, he would get like... Uh, expansion packs that would let him fly. Sky, it's called character development. Is it? Yeah. Look it up, idiot. One time he he flies into some wires and is tied up for like a solid 10 minutes of movie time. Because <laughs> he's bad at Those everything. people in that deli were still eating up until right now. Look, they paid for their meals, Jake. Oh my god, there's still half an hour of this movie. <laughs> so Starscream tries to get Sam and the other two, the Autobots, come over and shoot him some. Yeah, this is a whole bunch more of Sam Witwicky being the fastest man in the world because he outruns these robots constantly. And his fucking endurance, because he runs for blocks. Yeah. And then takes, like... He outruns a plane, a jet plane. Yeah. Oh, but he gets he gets knocked down and the the, the, the energy Allspark from triggers. the Allspark, yeah. And a, a Mountain Dew machine turns evil and shoots, and then some lady's car. And a man's computer? Like, tries to strangle her. What is that man holding? I think it was a microwave. Was it? Hey, it was some know. some weird box that man is holding. It's irrelevant. Uh, and but. Sam runs up, I don't know how many flights of stairs in this building. Like, 20? He's been running for blocks. I don't care how hopped up on adrenaline <laughs> you are. He also did, like, a, just a dump truck full of coke. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Josh Duhamel was like, listen, man, do this. <laughs> It'll strengthen your nerves. I also don't understand why Michaela pulls into this alley to, like, have a mental breakdown for just a second. Here's the thing. She's been the only competent person in this movie up to this point. Give her a minute. She just needs a second to catch her <laughs> breath and have a thought to herself. And then she pulls Bumblebee out and starts driving him around as he shoots bad guys or yeah, whatever. Yeah, because I guess now he's awake. He was awake the whole time. It's just he, wasn't, he was out of the fight because he doesn't have legs. So they 
so when she took a second to breathe, she figured out he could shoot things while she drove him around backwards. Well, she looked at him and he gave her a thumbs up or whatever. <laughs> so uh, Josh Dumel and his crew are shooting like uh, RPGs at a robot and uh, Bumblebee gets driven up towards him or the uh, the assailant. And then Josh Dumel does like a slide underneath it and shoots it in the dick a bunch. <laughs> Or does that happen later? I may have jumped the I gun. don't know. It's all one big fucking messy blur. That does happen later. My mistake. He does it after he drives on a motorcycle. So, Are you sure it's this movie? I No. <laughs> so, Sam makes it to the roof, and he's going to hand off uh, the Allspark to the Air Force, whose yeah. helicopter is the most fragile of flying devices. Uh, just you sneeze wrong, and also one of the down. bad guys is a helicopter. Right. I and... really thought this was going to be the bad guy, <laughs> right? But instead, it just gets exploded. One of them is a hel- one of the bad guys is a helicopter. The other one's a goddamn jet, and the other one's a space jet. What are the op- or what are the odds that that Allspark would have made it anywhere near where it was headed? N- zero. It's exactly. zero. And then. I know there's a big scary monster, but for some reason Sam climbs out on the edge. I think he was trying to hide. Oh, well, he did a bad job. He do- what has he done as a good job? Uh, he's a real good runner. He's not even out of breath. Y- you got me there. Uh, but Megatron cuts the entire corner of that building off. <laughs> and Optimus Prime catches Sam in his hard metal hands. Optimus Prime, is he has feet jammed into one building and a hand in the other one. And then he just, like, tumbles all the way down to the ground. Which should have been the go. equivalent of a car accident. Like, uh, look at all those still alive people just laying on the ground around him. Yeah, and then Megatron casually flicks one saying disgusting, which I think was supposed to be funny. And reality would have just murdered that person by turning their entire bones into gravel. So Optimus is like, yeah, so we're not going to win this fight. You need to just destroy it. Just shove it into my chest. Jam it into my chest, please, which is a sexy phrase. <laughs> It's a weird phrase, because uh, if you combine the uh, the all spark with a regular Autobot spark, it'll it'll destroy it. Allegedly, uh, we know that because of we we just do. Well, Optimus told us. Well, yeah, but I don't know how he knows it because the all spark exists, so it clearly hasn't been tested. Uh, is there more than one all spark? I didn't think so. That's why they want this one so bad. I guess that's true. I thought. So Megatron and uh, Optimus Prime. Square up, and Optimus is still getting his ass handed to him. And Optimus is just like, it's it's time, Sam. Do you think they'll ever make a, a live-action movie like this of Beast Wars? God, I wish. All of the pe- the just, humans would just be cave people, though. Well, th- they would just make it nonsense, and they would just, instead of helicopters, they would be monkeys. <laughs> you know what? I'm cool with that, too. So, uh, Megatron and, and Optimus Prime are having a fist fight as robots with magic mega guns and stuff. <laughs> And the uh, helicopter—they're so fucking dramatic. That's the, that's their whole problem. They live for the drama. Optimus of it. Prime has built-in swords. Use those, man. Um, and Josh Dumel decides that he's going to ride a motorcycle underneath uh, helicopters. Yeah, because well, the helicopter one is gonna go back up Megatron. Yeah, he's got his—he's got his uh, blade hand spinning. Yeah, for drama. <laughs> Uh, Tyrese shines a green laser on him, and that points the Air Force at him? I guess so. I that teensy that... tiny laser you can see from up up in the stratosphere? I guess. I couldn't I don't think know of what up there works, was called. Like, at all. Um, but Helicopter notices the laser 
and uh, Josh Dumel rides a, a crotch rocket and does a power slide that doesn't turn his ass into just raw hamburger. I like that that robot's name is Helicopter. <laughs> I'm sure it has a real one. It's like Blitzkrieg or something. Um, but Josh Dumel shoots it in the dick. Well, Sky, that's a military grade pair of pants he's got on there. Got that's there. that's no old it's, navy shit like you wear. It's not a military grade scalp though. <laughs> no, he he's doing a he's got the abs of of uh, wonderful abs. He's so doing a, a, a just hard a little crunch. crunch. Yeah, as he slides across, he just got to tuck in. He's and, crunching his abs, not his face. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. So the the Air Force. Um, Shot a helicopter, but then Starscream's up there, and he's had he's also enough, a he's had enough guff, so he starts fucking up the planes. Because everything that flies is so goddamn fragile in human society. I yeah, I don't know why because we're not would supposed get... to be up there. Yeah. Uh, you could not pay me enough money to get in a helicopter, first of all, <laughs> and I'll get in a plane, but I'm gonna be nervous the entire time. Yep, because you got maybe three things that can go wrong before everyone dies. Yeah, I mean, you can fly with one engine, maybe. You can glide for a spell. Hatchet taught me that. But like, yeah, helicopter, it's it's just a flying rock. And once that downdraft is gone, if, you are falling. If someone as rich as Kobe Bryant can die in a helicopter crash, we stand <laughs> no chance. Someone as rich as Han Solo. Han Solo? Nope. Harrison Ford can crash a plane. Anyone can. Yeah, but he knows how to crash a plane, at least. Yeah. It's because he's high as fuck. He's not drunk like <laughs> other pilots. You think he likes to get literally high and figuratively high? Yeah. So eventually, uh, Megatron <laughs> just, is climbing. That's, this movie is just eventually something happens. Well, it's just been this fucking fist fight for so long. And eventually, Sam shoves the Allspark into Megatron's chest, even though his spark wasn't exposed. But that works anyway. Fuck you. That's why. So Megatron has the same kind of spark that... All robots that are sentient have sparks. It's basically their So he could have shoved soul. that into any robot's chest? Yep. Oh, okay. So Optimus just wanted to take the bullet yeah. so his friends didn't have to. Because he's Jesus. He's robot Jesus, Jake. He Except makes for robot it's, wine? it's Jazz that sacrificed himself. Well, I don't know if Jazz sacrificed himself so much, so much, self, well, so much as he got murdered. He dared Opti- or Megatron to kill him. I guess. He's a gambler. <laughs> he lost. Gambled uh, and you lost there, Jazz, buddy. Yeah, he sure did. How could they ever rebuild him? His, I mean, his parts are basically intact. You just got to screw them back together. Right. But he's dead for sure. You have a medic robot for some reason. <laughs> Who's bad at what he does? Bumblebee still can't talk for like seven more movies. He says words at the end of this. Is that? Yep. And they f- gloss over that completely. Okay. So Optimus Prime takes the halves of Jazz. Say, like, oh, this guy fell in battle. I'm going to not talk about him ever again. And the Autobots um, are like, well... I guess the Allspark's fucked, so our entire species is. And then Bumblebee says, I want to stay with the boy, in a weird modulated voice. Yeah, which doesn't make sense, because in a minute, all of them are with the boy. Yeah, well, I don't know how they launch themselves into space in their proto-forms. Because... But at the end of last night, I think, the one with the dinosaurs. That's the most recent one. Oh, then it's not that one. Age of Extinction? Yes. Um, fucking Optimus Prime just shoot, just blasts off into space with his feet. <laughs> I think he could do this entire time, I well, guess. Well, he, ha- he doesn't know that ability yet. He hasn't learned about it. <laughs> Optimus Prime can only learn four moves. <laughs> to delete punch with regular hands instead of swords. <laughs> yeah. So, 
so whatever. But, but so they all stay, even though he like the way Bumblebee at, he's like asking for permission for himself to stay, yep. and Optimus gives it as if he should be somewhere else. Yep. But that doesn't happen. Also, they do pick a piece of the Allspark out of uh, Megatron's chest. Is this important in any of the later movies at all? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, it brings Optimus Prime back to life when he dies in the next one. Oh, spoiler alert. Ooh, you don't care. <laughs> I certainly don't. I also know Optimus is in all five of them. Yeah. So <laughs> even if he die, if I watched him die in the next one, I'd be like, I think he'll be okay. Yeah. Instead of the Autobots taking care of the the corpse that human humanity has been dissecting and gleaning information from for t- uh, almost a century, they're like, yeah, let's just have the humans dispose of it. Yeah. And they bring it to the Marianas Trench and drop it there, thinking that the pressure will crush it with no information to back that up. It lived in space. Also, where did the other Decepticons go? Uh, they ran away. Did they? Do we see that, or do we just assume that? Well, we'll see Starscream get away, but Josh Duhamel gets to go home to his mom, to his mom, to his wife, who is a mom, <laughs> and he sees his baby girl for the first time. Yay! And then uh, Sam and Michaela make out on Bumblebee, which isn't weird at all. While the other Autobots watch, and Optimus gives a fucking monologue about safety or something. Yeah, you can just see the uh, the medic one just jerking it. So right, his lights are just like blasting flickering and then like a whole bunch of coolant shoots out it's disgusting (laughs) all the while optimus prime is just standing there talking and no one's listening to him unless this is his inner monologue it is because his mouth isn't moving yeah why does he have a mouth who built you why do you have mouths (laughs) who built you what are you but optimus prime is sending out a message to the other autobots saying hey come here if you want to have fun or whatever yeah, we'll be we'll be here. They got swimming pools <laughs> and corn dogs and gasoline, which we don't need, I guess. I, wouldn't have, Sam would have gotten confused when he wouldn't had to fill up the damn thing, right? I he, I mean, he they only made it two days before any of that happened, so I guess he never got to that point. I guess. Um, oh, I stopped this so fast that I didn't know there was this <laughs> after the directed by Michael Bay stuff. Yeah, I forget what this is, but I think it's just the Witwickies talking about how proud they are of Sam. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. And I think at one point we do see Starscream flying off oh. to uh, rally the troops or whatever. That's why I was confused when you said we see Starscream leave. And I was like, no, I don't think we do. But if it happened in this post mid credits thing. I think that is, in fact, the Steven case. Spielberg. Why would you put your name on this repeatedly? Because <laughs> he did stuff. How much money, I wonder, did he make off of this? Where he was just like, "Yeah, just do this. <laughs> put my name on it." I don't know. Probably so much money, Sky. These well, movies made so much money. Yeah. Here's the thing: if you dump, if you back a dump truck full of cash up to my house, I'll fucking do whatever you want. So this movie costs. But Tyrese gets second billing over Josh Duhamel. And Megan Fox. Anthony Anderson's before Megan Fox, too. I don't know who Rachel Taylor is. I think is. she's the Australian lady. Okay. Yeah, I wonder what the, like, what the, how they decided who, could, what the order is. Who had the most. See? Oh, yeah, there's Starscream. He's leaving. Yeah, he flies into space. That makes sense. You know, like a jet can do. Okay, Sky, this movie cost 150 to $200 million. Uh, guess how much it made? $300 million. $709 million. Oh. Wow. A box office smash. It was the highest grossing film of 2007. Sure was gross. 
It sure was. Jake. What? What was the most turtle-rific part? Oh, shit. Uh, I really it's like... It's been a couple weeks. You forgot all the questions. I really like that Sam Witwicky is the fastest man <laughs> on the planet. He's the damn Flash. I don't know how he did it. He's also like a crash test dummy where he takes a lick and it keeps on ticking. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so bizarre. No one gives a shit about anything in this movie, and I kind of love that. I guess that's my turtle-rific thing. I guess so. Okay, Sky, before we move on, I'm going to I'm gonna describe a character. Let me see if you can tell me their name. <laughs> nope. If it's not Michaela or Sam, I don't know their character name. Tyrese Gibson's name is Robert Earp, uh, Epps. I'm sorry. Going to say Robert Ertle? I was going to say Earps, but I misread it. I don't know that they ever say it, honestly. Josh Duhamel's character is Captain William Lennox. That one does come up. I think uh, John Voight says that at some point. Anthony Anderson is Glenn Whitman. Uh, sure. You didn't say alleged rapist. Well. It was implied. Do you know what? John Turturro is in more than one of these. Do you know what his yeah. name is? No. Seymour Simmons. Yep. Wouldn't have guessed that at, at any point. Uh, yeah. So that's, I was just looking. <laughs> you don't. They don't say any of that. Actually, Bernie Mac's name is Bobby Bolivia, and I do think he says that a couple times. It's at least on the sign. Yeah, but I think he says it at least once, too. Probably. Because I remember going, oh, that's his name on that <laughs> sign. Yeah. Uh, who is the most likable or effective character? It's Megan Fox. It has to be Megan it's Fox. no one but Megan Fox. She's the only one I respect. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's the only person from this that I would see another movie that she's in because she's in it. She's in the second one. Well, I wouldn't see that. <laughs> she's in Jennifer's body. Uh, I would. I was gonna see that, but I never did. It's but right. she's really good in those couple episodes of New Girl. She's in. Yeah, that's all I've ever seen. Yeah, she's I, actually in. I feel bad about all the time where I complained about Megan Fox because she's a decent actress, and uh, she called Michael Bay out for being a butt. And uh, yeah, she hasn't been in a whole lot since then. So she's. We're gonna make it a comeback, but then. The world fell apart. So. Yeah. I mean, she was in the Turtles movies, but those were also executive produced oh, yeah. by Michael Bay. I did see I did see that uh, second one of those. Yeah. But uh, Michaela, way to, way to do all the work and be the most competent and not scream, no, 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 no. Like Cheryl Buff did. No, 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 no. Wait, I didn't catch that. Uh, well, you can watch the film again. It says it 18 times. That's my plan. As soon as you leave, I'm going to watch Transformers <laughs> again. I no, watch it. the next one. No. Or watch the third one where Michaela's just gone for some reason. <laughs> because she got in a beef with Michael Bay. Yeah, because he's a big bag of butts. He's the worst hair. He's an awful man. Um, Which one is TJ Miller in it? Is that the first? Uh, the first one with Marky, Marky Mark. Mark. Yeah. He dies pretty early on. That's good, because I think T.J. Miller is also a terrible person. Yep. I used to think he was funny. Me too. And then, and you then find, he, he, oh, he you like, called in a fake bomb scare, eh? He went That's crazy fun. and like got worse and worse. And uh, yeah. He's just a garbage person. Do you think uh, there's just one terrible person in each one of these that Michael Bay Mike, is like? Besides Michael Bay? Let's get Anthony Anderson in this one. Let's get T.J. Miller <laughs> in this one. Um, your, your friend is in two of them, though, that you like. Uh, oh God! What's his name? I mean, you got to narrow it down. He's super the he's bad. the dad in Easy A, Stanley Tucci. Oh yeah, the Tucci. Yeah, he's he's you know one of the better parts. That's how my dad used to refer to actors that he knew I liked was as my friend. <laughs> he always referred to Seth Rogen as my friend. That's fair. 
Um, the one with Stanley Tucci is pretty long. There's two Stanley Tucci ones. He's a wizard or something in one of them, isn't he? I don't know. I didn't see the He's a wizard one. in the last one, I think. Who's, I think, related to Stanley Tucci's character in the fourth one. Sure. I have not seen these movies, and I know too much about them. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, Jake, what makes you not want to watch the remainder of Truck Timber? <laughs> it's because this is long and boring, and everyone is unlikable. But it's so loud, and it's, there are things exploding. It's so like every, loud. like I don't know, once every thirty seconds, something explodes. How could that not be fun to watch? I don't know. I don't. I wish I was one of those people who could just watch this and think it's the best thing in the world. I bet their lives are so easy. <laughs> Imagine uh, how enjoyable that must be to just be like, there's another Transformers. We're going to see it twice. <laughs> I remember liking this movie a lot. Not Well, maybe not a lot, but I really enjoyed it the first time I saw it. I don't think I did. <sighs> I mean, I definitely didn't like it enough to watch it again until just now. So, <laughs> Yeah. But I know I hated the second one. I've seen, I think, part of the third one. It was like on TV at my cousin's house during a Christmas or something. Sure. So I watched most of it or something. I don't know. The ending. Um, the second one is the one with the, the giant Transformer that has balls. This guy, I'll give you $50 right now if you can tell me in order the names of the next four of them. <laughs> uh, the next one is Dark of the Moon. Nope, no, it's not. It is well, Rise of the Fallen. You already lost your fifty dollars. I didn't. I still have my hand on the piece. I didn't say final answer. It's uh, Transformers, Transformers, Rise of the Fallen, Dark of the Moon, uh, Age of Extinction, and Last Night. Ooh, you were so close. It's Revenge of the Fallen. Oh, it's not. What did I say? Rise? You said Rise. Uh, You're thinking of the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, or Revenge of the Jedi. Rise of the Planet of the Nerds. <laughs> Um, yeah, so what'd you do for Pop Culture Palette Cleansers? I was worried you were going to ask me that because I've been talking to you all week about my Pop Culture <laughs> Palette Cleansers. First of all, uh, Katie and I watched the first two Bill and Ted's, which are both still uh, great movies. Uh, I, I know like you the really one. love the second one. They're they, both very good. Yeah. Um, I don't they, know which one I like better. Some of the words are problematic. There is a little bit of... There's a little bit of the... Uh, late 90s humor? Yeah, early 90s humor. It's not even late I said 90s. late, didn't I? Yep, you're right. Um, what's that movie where we watched and there was a lot more of the F Fanboys. Yeah. Except Fanboys was written in like 2000-something. <laughs> this was written in yeah. 91, so I feel like this gets... And they only used the word like once, whereas Fanboys uses it repeatedly. True. And I think they just say it to each other? They do. Well, the uh, robots, the bad guy robots say it in the second one. Oh, do they? In the first one, they say it to each other. It's been a minute since I've watched. It's been less than 24 hours since we watched <laughs> the second one. Uh, so now we've got to watch the third one. It costs sure. $20 to rent it, though. I might as yeah. well just buy it at that yeah. point. We watch those. Soup's good. Uh, highly recommend if you happen to be a person who's never seen Bill and Ted, which my wife was, and she really liked Death. In that one, because he's, he's very funny. He's featured in the third. I I know. Have you watched it? I have not. Oh, I know he's in the in the trailer. Um, but more importantly, to Sky at least, I think I've been reading through all of the Power Rangers comics, the recent Boom comics uh, runs of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Go Go Power Rangers, reading them in chronological order. And I'm so I can finally talk about them to somebody. Yeah, I'm almost through Beyond the Grid. So I I'm 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 getting towards the end. Uh, it's been very good. Go Go Power Rangers is fucking fantastic. Yes. Uh, it's like a uh, an awesome character study on like, and they give them real personalities. Yeah, isn't that where they went with Zach and how Rita approached him? 
Uh, that's that in regular? Mighty Morphin, I believe. Uh, it's been a minute since I've read them, and it's uh, there's a lot of Power Ranger stuff in my brain. Yeah, because so. there's no Green Ranger stuff in the first part of Mighty Morphin or in Go Go. Right. Um, it's just like pre Tommy stuff, and and Kimberly has another boyfriend, and and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, I forget his name. And there's the Trini and Jason stuff that they. So I found the the chronology of what order to read them in, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so they resolve all of that in Go Go Power Rangers just in time for where Mighty Morphin picks up and Trini and, and Jason aren't like a thing. Right. So it, it 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 flows very well, except there is this weird tonal shift, <laughs> um, as Mighty Morphin starts and that starts like right as the as Tommy joins the team mm-hmm. and Zach and and Jason are real assholes to Tommy at first and I think that's originally what turned me off to that comic. And they're like they're like such good dudes in Go Go, and it, so in this timeline, it's such a harsh turn, and that goes away after like the first storyline. Yeah, and they even address it later. They're like, "We were really mean to Tommy. That sucks." He did try to kill them. I mean, he was under Rita's spell. Or That's whatever, true, but, but like, I, it just does. It seemed out of character. How how so? It just they were so mean. Yeah, and also in the show, they really had no problem at all, except right. him, him rather. In this timeline, is the show happening like between comics? Is that how we're supposed to look at it? I'm not I'm, sure, but probably because we never we we don't never see any of those monsters. We yeah don't see that much. You see Pudgy Pig once, and you see the <laughs> pumpkin wrapper. He's like part of uh, Tommy's well, army as why, the bad guy. <laughs> if you have an opportunity to throw in Pudgy Pig or the pumpkin wrapper, why wouldn't you? Those are the two best uh, and King bad Sphinx, guys. If they had King Sphinx, in oh there. yeah, there's a King Sphinx, yeah. He threw children into trees. But I've been, I've been really enjoying it. It was a good recommendation, Sky. Well, thank you. Um, and you're welcome. So I, Yeah, I'll probably be done with that pretty quick. I've been reading them like quite quickly. <laughs> I am in the part where all the other, you know, the in Shattered Grid, they go to all the other dimensions and gather all the other. I didn't quite know what was going on, and I, I needed Sky to tell me exactly who everyone is. <laughs> what season of Power Rangers? Yeah. Them? Um, Cam is in there from Ninja Storm, and he's pretty great. I like his costume quite a bit. Which one? What costume is that? He's green. Is he the Green Ranger on the Shattered or the Beyond the Grid team? Probably. I yeah, I think that is his name. Is he's Cam. got like a gold vest and a I, yeah, I think a star. So. Yeah, that sounds about right. His costume's great. In the show, he can take that vest off and turn into Super Samurai mode, and he flips his hat around. Oh, it's pretty rad. Uh, at one point, Jason gives Kimberly the. Yeah, dragon, dragon dagger, shield. and she has the shield. And that's neat. It is neat. Yeah, that's. I always wondered why they made so quickly. They made an action figure of Lord Draken, but <laughs> I kind of get it now. Yeah, I mean, he's a very important figure. He's got a pretty decent costume, and he's yeah. a, a really interesting villain. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good. Uh, just crazy timeline, alternate dimension nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> and they they cover the well. We won't remember any of this, so that you just get to like start fresh. I think you told me your favorite ranger shows up. Which one's your favorite one? Uh, that would be Jen Scotts, the pink ranger from Time Force. Oh, she's the one who hangs out the most with them. Yep. She's the best. She's, I mean, she's not my favorite, but I only know her from this comic. Right. I like Zach. <laughs> Zach he's, is excellent. He's got a cool gun axe, and he's a nice fellow. It's true. Did you have more? I've mostly been doing that. We've already been doing two hours. So the, well, it's, I think it's apropos that our Transformers episode is the longest episode <laughs> ever. Imagine if we did the next one. I know. Uh, you go ahead. Okay. Well, 
Um, since we skipped a couple weeks, I had a lot more free time for stuff. And uh, I, I watched a bunch of Netflix series. Um, I watched uh, The Woo Assassin, which has uh, the gentleman who was the main character in The Raid, I think, um, doing martial arts and stuff. It was pretty rad. Not that great, but it was pretty good. Those um, guys are in Star Wars. Are they? That's cool. They're Kanja Club. Cool. Um, I also watched uh, Cursed, which is a, a, a show about Merlin times and uh, a, Merlin a, times. a witch lady who gets a magic sword, and then there's a lot of stabbings in it, and it's a show that's very much right up my alley. It's pretty good. You love stabbing witches. I sure do. And uh, the main character looks like Sophie Turner, but I don't think that's who it is. Um, but it was pretty good. I recommend it. And I watched a third one series. They only had like one season out, but I don't remember what it was off the top of my head. God damn it, Sky. And there was other stuff, obviously, but like, it's been three weeks. What, do you think I'm going to write all this shit down? Maybe. Because I'm not. Because. Just because. It's um, Catherine Langford. Sure. She's in Knives Out. Is she? She's that girl from Knives Out. Oh, the um, the daughter who's nice to uh, Anna de Armas? Until, until she's not. Right. Yes. Cool. Um, And I watched a bunch of other movies, most of them garbage, and nothing to write <laughs> home about. You know how I do. You love movies that are terrible. <laughs> sure do. Sky says, "If the world's gonna waste my time, it's gonna be on my. It's gonna be on 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 my uh, terms. Terms. Thank you. No problem. Couldn't um, get there. I was just gonna keep <laughs> repeating. So it. close. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, some people worked hard on this. Maybe not the writers or the editors, but like the actors most of the time, and the lights guys definitely. Sky sometimes. acting is not that hard. I know. I've done it. I went to school for it because it wasn't that hard." <laughs> didn't work out that well but whatever we're here yeah we, we out here but i think that will probably do it for this Sky, week we got to put this on that list i can tell you exactly where it goes okay let me bring up the list at the goddamn bottom <laughs> i think your dog farted he loves to do that yeah, he's just deflating he farted a real good one the other day we were in the other room and it like turned everyone's head <laughs> everyone meaning you and your wife yes oh, that's that was everyone who was there that's fair I'm not sure. There you, it is. You got your list buried too deep in the pornography. <laughs> it's on the it's on the drive of uh You have a drive full of pornography? Thing. Not for this one. What's not at the very bottom? Fanboys. I like fanboys better than this. <laughs> oh Fan- nope, that is a list of stuff we should do. <laughs> it's up to date, I see. Uh at the bottom is Fast Color. I like this better than Fast Color, Battlefield Earth, and Dylan Dog. I feel like Dylan Dog's less boring than this. Okay, we can put it before Dylan Dog. Before? Yeah, why not? So in between Goosebumps and Dylan Dog? What about Inhumans? Is Inhumans in there? Inhumans is in between Dylan Dog and Goosebumps. Sorry, I missed that one completely. Yeah. So above or below Inhumans? I I hated Inhumans, so that one... Below Inhumans, because at least that had a dog in it. (laughs) This one's just Transformers, no colon, right? I guess this... Yeah, I guess this one had a dog in it, too, but not a real dog. Not a good dog. Yeah. It's like a chihuahua or something. And it broke its leg. Well, we've done it. We've done Trucktober Timber part (laughs) one. We're going to do a part two, and that will be it. No more Truck Timbers. (laughs) Sure bailed on this idea real fast. Unless we watch Paw Patrol or something. I can. Maybe we should find Road Rovers. What's that one? Uh, Road Rovers is a bunch of dogs that are anthropomorphic, and they are dogs of the world leaders. 
Okay. And they drive cars, I think. I think that's Paw Patrol. That's It's not. It's Road <laughs> Rovers. Okay. Stay frosty. Ever. Oh, say all the things. God yeah. damn it. There's so much podcast left. <laughs> you can follow us. I failed pop culture with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. You can follow me on that sandwich surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. And as always, defund the police. Black lives matter. Stay safe. Yeah, the ca- uh, all the cops in this are bastards, I tell you that. Stay frosty, everyone. Yeah. I don't know. They weren't as trigger happy as you'd expect. Yeah, but that one was real mean. He wanted to accuse Sam of stuff. He was I trying think to get he was just on gun. coke. Oh, well, what cop isn't? Fair enough. All right. Bye, guys. Sharpening an axe. Shia LaBeouf. But he doesn't hear you enter. Shia LaBeouf. You're sneaking up behind him. Strangling superstar Shia LaBeouf. Fighting for your life with Shia LaBeouf. Wrestling a knife from Shia LaBeouf. Stab it in his kidney. Safe at last from Shia LaBeouf. You limp into the dark woods. Blood oozing from your stump leg. But you've won. You have beaten... Shia LaBeouf.